What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of PlayStation Derailed. I'm Don Oliveira from PSU.com, and with me today I have Mike Heridance. Yo, how's it going, guys? And Rob Zwetslut. Hey, hi. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. I'm uh, good. That's yeah. good. Not bad, not bad, old chap. Yeah. This is our uh, post-E3, our first post-E3 podcast, so we have a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about. I know that we promised... Um, kind of promised i don't even remember got too drunk uh i know that we said that we were gonna have a podcast during e3 but that didn't work out we were just way too busy um and the guys at home base were really busy uh putting up all the news so no podcast last week but that just makes this episode extra special right guys yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah and i also forgot uh hello mike <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that was what Ella was saying so he's missing here that, that took me off guard I completely forgot <laughs> oh my niece is going to love you tomorrow when you hear this <laughs> how are you guys doing? I'm good man I'm good uh, okay let's get right into this we have a big episode first we're going to get right into it with this week on PlayStation Mike I know I usually have you read this but I'm taking the reins um, no, man I don't have it open anyway <laughs> lollipop chainsaw hey, lollipop chainsaw uh, Molly Pop Chainsaw came out this week, and I think our review hasn't gone up yet, but uh, I know I've spoken to Adam about it. Uh, he likes it, although he says it's kind of frustrating. And it, it doesn't take itself seriously, but it doesn't take itself, uh, it doesn't joke about itself enough, he says. like It doesn't take itself seriously, but it's not funny enough. But uh, he says it's fun sometimes, which is good. So we are going to review that then. I was wondering about that. Hey, else? Sweet, sweet, sweet. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's always good. Uh, it does. And I wrote that preview and I talked about it and I said, you know, I only played it for five minutes. They only let me play it for five minutes. But uh, when I played it, I was like, whoa, I want to I want to play more. Uh, but, you know, you can't get a five minute. Five minutes is a very vertical slice. You can't really get a good taste for what the whole game is. Maybe over the stretch of 10 hours, Lollipop Chainsaw falls apart or maybe it turns fantastic. Who knows? We've also got on the PlayStation Vita Gravity Rush. Good job, Rob. Uh, and we gave that an 8.5 on 10. Um, we enjoyed Gravity Rush. I, I believe we've already spoken about this. Uh, Adam said he liked the uh, gravity-defying navigation, the great use of Vita features, and beautiful presentation. Lovable protagonist, the cat, who I put on my top ten characters that we want to see in Battle Royale. <laughs> cat. Awesome. Uh, cat from Gravity Rush. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of you have been loving this game. Uh, fantastic art style, and you know, just uh, one of the, the the few really cool things on Vita coming out now. So yeah. Uh, yeah. we've also got a pretty... Mm, okay, a solid God. HD collection. You ruined my fucking reveal. <laughs> um, yeah, Keep Metal Gear Solid... <laughs> Kept you waiting, huh? We've uh, got Metal Gear Solid HD collection. <laughs> have, any of you, <laughs> have any of you uh, played the Vita version yet? I haven't, actually, but um, that's probably because it's not actually out in the UK yet. End of the oh. month. Oh, oh. Yeah, but I really, really want to. I mean, I just love the idea of playing a bit of Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3 on the train or on the bus. Okay. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it then, doesn't come with Peace Walker, does it? Yeah, that's retarded, but we've already yeah. gotten into that. Um, then on PlayStation Network, uh, we're going to do this qu- kind of quick fire. we got Pulsar. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, since I've never heard of it, I'll just read you guys what the description is. Pulsar is a mind-boggling, potentially earth-shattering puzzle game that turns nearly any flat surface into an epic battle against time and a looming celestial event with the use of your AR play cards. Blah, 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 blah. It's a puzzle game. Uh, Batman Arkham City, Babel Rising, Dirt Showdown, Dust 3. <laughs> Dust 3. Just, just Dance 3. What's up with me? Uh, <laughs> Dust 315. Um, so, yeah. You guys going to pick any of those up? 
Uh, Dirt Showdown, I should probably play. I've heard that's kind of really cool. It's got a great soundtrack. So, An uh, expansion on the rough riding racing action of Dirt 3's Gimikana. Jim, Jim, Jim Connor. <laughs> Dirt Showdown uh, offers three modes focused on the wilder aspects of off-road driving. Race, Showdown, uh-huh. and Demolition. Also, I've heard Bubble Rising is supposed to be good or interesting. I don't know. Isn't um, that an old game? No? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Did you mention um, Arkham City in that list? Yeah, Batman yes. Arkham City. Shit game, oh, cool. man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to. I've been meaning to check that one out for a while because I enjoyed the first one. So yeah, I'll get around to it eventually. Actually, funny enough, you should talk about Batman. I've got. Um, I'm looking at Terry McGinnis right now. Batman Beyond. I've got that as my wallpaper on my computer. So uh, yeah, there we go. You rock, Rob. Yes. <laughs> I, I like that. You rock. All right. Um, <laughs> we have so much stuff to cover, and in no particular order, I'm just jumping into news. <laughs> yeah, go for it, man. We don't need to stay long on the news. Just... I swear, I have no order for this. It's so mixed up with E3 stuff. But uh, Mike, you, you could probably tell us more about this. What's up with Final Fantasy 14? Because apparently, it isn't dead, and a beta is due this winter. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's um, yeah. They're still on schedule for the beta at the uh, end of the year. And the open beta and the uh, the full game is going to follow after that. So I'd imagine it'd be coming out in uh, the first quarter of 2013. Uh, it's been... I don't think we've heard much on it for a long time. Am I right? Is it... What was it? E3? Oh, Jesus, I, don't I don't know, dude. Like, what, yeah, a year at least? A couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of Jeez. years ago was announced, I think. Yeah, I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, we're talking about versus 13 or 14? Yeah. Uh, 14. No, 14. The online game. Oh, God, 14. Well, 14 obviously came out in 2010. Um, end of 2010. Yeah. And was fucking terrible on PC. But the yeah, fact they're still passion. talking about it, the fact they're still wanting to bring it out is, like, just weird and <clears> crazy. And I guess they want to recoup some of their losses, maybe. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know they've been patching the hell out of a PC version, I think, yeah. or planning to or something, yeah. So well. now Naoki Yoshida, uh, producer and director on FF14, said via the PlayStation blog, uh, right now we're optimized for PC. We're about 50% into development of the PS3 version, but it's pretty much how it's going to look on the console as well. It uses the same new graphics engine we just built for the game, and uh, this summer we'll have an opportunity to show the PS3 version, which I'm excited for, but um, honestly, who's still excited for this? Uh, it, mm, yeah. Maybe I'm some people. Into, I, don't know. I don't know. It's... People who probably like Final Fantasy XI and kind of forgot that it was coming out on PC and was being waiting for the PS3 version, maybe. I don't know. It's not That's that I don't think Final Fantasy XIV is cool. I definitely think it's a cool game. But the thing is, uh, if you wanted to play Final Fantasy XIV, you would have done it by now. I guess, I assume, right? Like, I mean, unless there are those, like, hardcore gamers that are just waiting uh, for the... If you do, if you... I mean, there are a lot of people who can play, like, PC games, like, just, like, other browser-based or low-rec low Right, right. Um, you just don't. They just kind of wait for the console. I know a couple of people like that, but um, you know, it's just that's just some folks. Yeah, are you guys? I'm, I'm not into MMOs at all, so it's completely under my radar. I'm I'm not into that MMO. So, <laughs> um, are you guys ready for some uh, rumors? Sure. Yeah, man, come at me. Hey, Mike, can I ask you a question? Come at me, bro. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> of course you can. What? Could Sony release an even slimmer PS3 model? Oh, wow, Don, it's funny you say that because I wrote a story that sounded just like that the other day. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, um, they were, uh, the, uh, I think it's the um, Sony Worldwide Studios guy, isn't it? I yep. can't Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah. Yoshida-san, yeah. Yep. I'll call him that. Yeah. He said that the um, hardware guys are always looking at ways to make things cheaper and smaller, so um, he didn't actually rule out the possibility of making a another, you know, a, a slimmer console, but at the same time, I said that it's, it's not on the cars. I think they're quite happy with how things are at the moment. And um, But, you know, I suppose... Mm, well, usually at the, at the end of the of a console cycle, they typically like you know they reduce the price anyway. And I don't know, man, I can't 
I mean, I don't like making guesses on these sorts of things. I could, I suppose, I could see a, a cheaper model come out. Like to um, get rid of the last couple of PS3s on the shelves and stuff before the next one comes along, but I don't know if they they do a whole new redesign. But because the, the previous ones only had one, am I right? They just did one slim model for each one. Uh, PS1. No, yes. there was a second slim redesign of the PS2, but it only oh. came out in Japan. Oh wow! There's something yeah. new every day. Oh, yeah. Right. Huh? Um, Can we sell more? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, basically, like you know how the like, the Slimline PS2 came out. It was a beautiful-looking machine. In fact, I've got my Slimline PS2 right next to me. I can uh, print you a word picture. And obviously, um, right by the where the disc tray came up, there was that lovely kind of um, uh, uh, like glossy kind of uh, streak across it that said PS2 on it. Um, basically, all the disc tray, I believe, became a glossy part, and it was just slightly smaller that further than the original PS2. Sorry, Slimline PS2 was. That is my knowledge. I'm not sure. Um, I guess PS2 3000 would be what it was, because that was the 2000. Uh, let's have a look, see if I can find any pictures of it. Um, That's uh, kind of intriguing. I mean... Um, yeah. Um, I, I, You know, maybe they didn't release it in the end, but uh, I'm fairly sure they did. Oh, in fact, yep, I've got a picture of it now. I've still got a picture of the original PS2. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, that is a PS2 2000. Yeah, but basically, um, you know, that that was. Uh, I'm fairly sure that was supposed to be what it was. Um, it was only released in the Japanese market. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, I mean, if they, I mean, they could very easily release a second one. I mean, um, yeah, the extended lifestyle, of, uh, uh, lifespan of these generation of consoles. Um, you know, Sony could definitely do another one, and you know, actually make it a streamlined yeah. version because, you know, the, the PS3 Slim as it is right now is. Um, in one dimension is bigger than the original PS3. Fat, I think it's um, it's obviously it's very sh- it's much shorter, a bit thinner, but it's much deeper than the original PS3. Fat was so um, mm. they, they you know they they could go a bit further and uh, make it slightly better. But, yeah, all uh, right, all right. Well, yeah. anyway, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, no, that's uh, cool, man. That's interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, new slimmer model. I, you know what? If Sony would do it, it would just be like uh, it'd be bundled with. <laughs> God of War Ascension or something like that. Something coming out this year and it'll just yeah, be like... Yeah, triple A, yeah. You know what? Maybe it'd be like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale with it. That'd actually be a cool idea. Like a just a mm. just a different little PS3. Maybe not a... Well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, forget about that. Uh, more importantly, creator of Fable, Black and White... <laughs> um, Populous, the movies, uh, theme park, I think. Hmm. Um, I feel like we're missing a big one. Uh, are we? We said Fable and Black and White. Fable and Black and White. That's gonna be the big ones. Yeah. Um. Peter Molyneux. The Peter Molyneux. Yes. The Peter Molyneux uh, has stated that he's worried about Sony's hardware efforts. Um. Speaking with uh, Game Industry Biz, uh, Molyneux, who quit Microsoft Online Head Studios back in March, said, yep. "Uh, Sony has always, sorry, sorry, Sony has always had a very strong first." person lineup which i think is incredibly smart they've got a they've got good developers and they've got some very talented developers the way i feel about <clears throat> sorry the way i feel with sony is that if they double down on those first party developers give them the hard room to be inventive and be creative especially when it comes to any next generation platform they could pull off pull a lot of rabbits out of the hat man this guy uses some weird um he constructs sentences sentences very oddly. Uh, um, <laughs> it's it's a, that's why. It's fucking Peter Molyneux. Yeah. 
Uh, and then when speaking about their hardware, like the PlayStation Move and stuff, uh, he said, I just don't know where they're going uh, in hardware terms. They had the Move, but that wasn't as... Sorry, that wasn't as early as the Wii, and it... Oh, he means it didn't come out as early as we and wasn't as innovative as the Kinect. Uh, they seem to be third in that race. Uh, I have expected every single press conference for the last year, Sony to bring out this magic rabbit, again with the magic rabbit, from a huge hat and say, aha, world, you don't realize, you don't really realize what's going on. Uh, he says, I do worry about them. Um, well, Peter Molyneux, like I commented on this article, uh, the headline of Mike's article was, Peter Molyneux worried about Sony's hardware efforts, and my comment was simply, I'm worried about P- Peter Molyneux's software efforts. Um, <laughs> because if you guys have seen um, well, Fable, what well, we were just talking about, a Fable... The Journey. The Journey <laughs> at E3. The Journey. I mean, it looks nothing like what a, what a regular, quote-unquote, Fable game would look like. I mean, I know uh, Fable 1, 2, and 3 have all kind of been quite different from each other, but... Uh, Fable the Journey is just like a on on rails shooter. Oh, uh, well, according to Peter, Peter Molyneux himself, uh, it's not on rails apparently, but it's on rails. You know. Yeah, it's on rails. Yeah. I mean, it's connect only, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Everyone else connect for no reason. Better with connect. They they, they don't. Yeah. yeah, like Mass Effect Three was clearly better with connect. Garrus, um, <laughs> hack and whatever. Splinter Cell better with connect. Hey you. Um. Oh, was that noise? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mike, what would be a potential risk to PlayStation if Sony was to admit what, what, what hardware, what console would be a potential risk to PlayStation? Uh, we, oh, would that be Wii U? Definitely not the next Xbox. No. <laughs> uh, the Wii U. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of dismissing it, saying like, "What the hell was that?" Uh, but Sony actually came out and said, "You know, it's a potential risk." Uh, speaking again with GameIndustry.biz, Jim Ryan, head of Sony Computer Entertainment. Europe, so you freaking European SCE. Um, it's obviously a potential risk, but we feel really good about our content, said Ryan. Obviously, it comes down to content. There are people who buy gadgets for the sake of gadget, and that's pretty niche. Uh, we feel good about our lineup that we showed at E3, and we're very excited about publishing it. We've got about 30 million hardware sales for this year, and it's a big number. We got the tools uh, to out-deliver that. But, um, you know... About the Wii U, I mean, what do you guys think about it? For this this E3 was definitely Nintendo's chance to come out and say, hey, uh, this is why you want it. This is why you should buy it. Um, they, they, yeah, they told me why I shouldn't buy it, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, st- I still want one. I think Zombie U is going to be great. But, um, I played it. It was good. It was, it was okay. I, I mean, I, I'm probably going to get like the extra thing just because like, it's set in London, which I think is going to be pretty cool. Uh, I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, love yeah. the, I love the London parts of Uncharted 3. Um, mm. So, But otherwise, I mean... I'm not like, yes, got to make sure I've got some money down and get a Wii U. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I still want a Wii U. I want to talk to my non-Pacific action figure, um, which was a character from their pre-3 press conference or what have you. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, there's nothing that special. You know what I can't wait so for? What? what can you wait for? I cannot wait for that Wii U game. I mean, fucking, it's been blowing my mind. I love Batman, and I cannot wait <laughs> To play Batman Arkham City when it comes out on the Wii. Armored Edition! <laughs> where you can select which explosives go off at which time, and you get some extra supercharged <laughs> needed to do super moves. And oh, no, wait. Hold on. I've, I've already played Batman Arkham City. Yeah. I've already, I've already had already an applied trophy on that. Oh, yeah. come on, guys. It's all about Nintendo Land. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an F-Zero game in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Probably the nearest we're going to get to an F0. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I don't mind, but I'm still interested in it. But to be honest with you, it just wasn't. Uh, I don't want to get you out here, actually, but it's just 
I wanted to see a bit more from them. A lot of the third-party games they had there, you know, everyone's played before, as you said, babe, which is good. You know, it's good for them to get those, secure those games. But I just wanted to see more third-party stuff, man, a first party. If they just said, you know, oh, yeah, we've got Metroid coming or F-Zero or Star Fox or something, or how even, you know, a, a, a proper 3D Mario game or something, you know. It was just a little bit, you know, for launch period, um, I'm not really... I'm not really sold on it yet, but it does it does look good. And zombie, um, what is it? Zombie U or whatever. Zombie it's called. U, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that does look sweet. That does look sweet. So I mean, of course, they got Pikmin three and New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, which is like, well, um, can I have like you know whatever the next Galaxy Star thing is, like you know whatever, not yeah. like Sunshine or Galaxy or sixty four two, but you know, an actual thing. Yeah, the next step in the Mario thing. Yeah, but despite all that, despite all that, to quote Reggie. My body is ready. <laughs> and the, fact, the fact that he referenced that in the in these press conference was like kind of ridiculous. Like, yes, oh my god, Reggie knows. <laughs> back, yeah. back it up, guys. <laughs> um, I just, oh. I, I gotta say, I, I love how Mike was like, uh, not to get derailed here or anything. Yeah, okay, you're on the right podcast, Mike. Trust me to, to avoid getting derailed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway. Uh, I just... oh, oh, by the way, by the way, sorry, England scored a goal. Yay! <laughs> God, England, can't they lose and then it can be over and I can just go back to not caring about football again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, we're in June. What comes right before wow. June? May. Uh, yeah, yeah, and sure. what's on the PlayStation 3? The PlayStation Network? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That was my is, this the, is this the one-year anniversary since the <laughs> no. power cost thing? <laughs> no. Actually, I think it is, but uh, no, I was going to say, uh, I was going to talk to you about uh, the top-selling PSN games in May, and I wow. needed an awesome way to get there, but I cracked myself up in doing so. So, guys, <laughs> get... Don, Don, it wasn't an awesome way to get there. So. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know, I know. But um, guess what the top-selling game was in May for PSN? Uh, oof, um, if I was I... British, I would say Telltale. Okay. <laughs> Tile, the walk, tile. The Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I guess that 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 did like a million really quickly. So. Mhm. And if my uh, space button was broken on my keyboard when I was typing my uh, company's name, uh, I would just say that game company. I was about to say a journey has got to still be having strong sales. Yeah, after. it's number two. Mm, um, a junk shooter is number three. I am alive. Surprisingly, still there. Number four. Wow. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog episode two. Uh, episode four. No, Song of the Hedgehog oh. four, episode two. Episode yeah, two, yeah. Whatever, yeah. You want to fight Sorry. about this? Yeah, sure. Want to fight about it? <laughs> NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Oh wow, yeah, awesome. Oh, NBA Jam. That's a fucking. I love NBA Jam. This is pretty surprising. Yeah, GTA four digital, then Infamous Festival of Blood, Datura, uh, Mike. Well, wait, that. GTA four. Yep. Yeah, I know GTA four. Good fucking lord. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Datura, which Mike, you gave a seven or seven point five. Uh, I think it was a. Oh god, I can't even bloody remember now. I think it was a seven. I can't okay. Sure. Uh, Pixel Junk Eden, Pixel Junk Monsters, Flower, Pixel Junk Racers, Grand Theft Auto episodes from the Flower. Yep. Uh, I mean, okay, so GTA Four and Flower are fucking great games. That's awesome. But 2012. I know. Don't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto episodes from Liberty City, Doctor Who, The Eternity Clock. Are you guys Doctor Who fans? I think you are, Rob. Rob right? Uh, I, I watched Doctor Who. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I, I would do want to play it. It's free to play, isn't it? Uh, no. 
I wouldn't oh. bother. It's meant to be horrendous. Okay, then. Fuck that, then. Uh, Dead Rising 2, off the record. Dungeons & Dragons, Daggerdale, and fucking super impressive. <laughs> Still there. Cast when did that come out, Dungeons & Dragons, Daggerdale? It, just suddenly, <laughs> it was in development, and then it suddenly appeared at the bottom of the chart. No, I must have missed it. It didn't appear at the bottom of the oh, chart. Oh, it was the end of last year it came out, didn't it? Or something like that? I can't remember. Fucking remember. I, can't really, I, I didn't see any coverage on it at all. Uh, it's awful, I think. So, yeah. Castle Crash is still somehow there. Gotham City Imposters, Fight Night Champion, and then top 10 PS Vita games, Mortal Kombat, Respect. Um, tabletop Respect. Tanks, Escape Plan, The Pinball Arcade, Resistance, Burning Skies, which might give an 8.5 to 8.0? No, it's an 8, I think. Okay, 8.0. Um, Plants vs. Zombies, Tales from Space, uh, Mutant Blobs Attack, Pure Chest, Disgaea 3, Unit 13, and best add-ons were FIFA, Soccer 12, Premium, premium Gold Jumbo. Anyway, I'm just going to say Call of Duty, Mass Effect 3, FIFA, MLB again. Uh, PS1 Classics for May was uh, Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the fuck is buying Legend of Dragoon, but I'm really happy that they are. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, Resident Evil 2, Final Fantasy 8. Uh, that's all right. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is awesome. Oh, Final Fantasy 9, you mean Final Fantasy Babies. <laughs> Final Fantasy Chibi uh, Top 5 PS2 Classics The Pills We Use The Pain um, Max Payne 1 Max Need Payne for Speed one, yeah. Most Wanted Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 Fez uh, yes. Red Faction Red Faction 2 That's super random Top 5 PSP <laughs> Games God of War Ghost of Sparta Monster Hunter Freedom Unite Dissidia 12 Duodecim Final Fantasy <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics The War of the Lions And NBA 2K12 PSP Alright well, uh, surprising. Any any That's of those stand weird selection. Yeah, I know. But about half of those stand up for being. I know. Why are they being born? But in to be honest, I'm kind of happy with all those. I mean, I, I think it's pretty sure, like yeah. Legend of Dragoon. Who the fuck was like? I mean, I'm happy. Um, but like, how did Legend of Dragoon beat out FF7? I don't know. Whatever. Um, think, is FF7 like? Does that win that every month? Like, super often, and so does Resident yeah. Evil 2. To be honest. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 2 has yeah. only been there recently since the sale, I think. Mm. That they had on for the Resi games, but it wasn't there. Um, it wasn't hasn't been there all the time. I'm pleased it was though. So at E3, a game that totally blew me away. I mean, I knew about it before I went to the show, but um, so I uh, I was at. Wait, where did they go? Yeah, okay. So we ended up regrouping at the at the hotel at one point. I was there with uh, Doug Bishop and Stephen Williamson, and uh, we left the show separately. Ended up regrouping at the hotel, and I was on the at the hotel just typing away on my laptop. And then Doug Bishop and Steve walk into the room. And they're like, "Don, Don, we got to talk to you." And I'm like, "Hold on, guys. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to write something." They're like, "No, Don, put away the laptop. We have to talk to you about something." Um, and I'm like, "Okay, well, Jesus, this sounds fucking like they look like their minds have just been blown about something. Some, some game is just fucking." So, so you weren't you weren't hiding your beer, saying, "What? what you know, I don't know too much." <laughs> and then, um, you know, it definitely wasn't an intervention, although it probably should have been. Um, and they're just like, "Don, we need to talk to you about dust." And I was so close to just pulling out my laptop again and just being like, all right, yeah, guys, I know what Dust is, but I'm, I'm not sold. They're like, no, done. Go to the Dust booth, play Dust. Just just play Dust and get the presentation and talk to the developers and just 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 get it. And they, they continued talking to me for about half an hour about what Dust was. I mean, I already knew what it was, but like... They they looked like their minds had been turned into liquid jelly, like just <laughs> just liquid <laughs> shit. Um, Wasn't that just because it's late on E3 night? <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, I uh, for the third day in a row, PSU uh, went to the dust uh, meeting room. Um, so I went there and I got a, I got a presentation by Morgan, one of I think one of their lead designers, and and like dude, I was there for forty five minutes, just like what the hell? I I, told, I started playing and I just. I got so sold on Dust. That game is just... I understand why Steven and Doug 
could hardly speak because like we wrote a feature and and Stephen quote I quote Stephen in it. He said that it's um, one of the most ambitious, I uh, probably the most ambitious game ever seen on a PlayStation platform. Um, and I almost agree with him there because like what that if you guys don't know what Eve is, just like take a look. Eve Online, it's an MMO, and if if you don't know what Dust is doing with Eve at the same time in conjunction, like while you're playing, it's just it's so mind boggling. Like for example. Uh, not only do you like have corporations across both Dust and Eve, which are essentially guilds or clans, but you have like um, <laughs> it's, it goes so far deep down the rabbit hole. Oh my god! Like, let me just paint you a picture here. Dust is like a a first person shooter, kind of think Unreal Tournament or something like that, because you're jumping into vehicles. Or think Starhawk, just without all of the, the flying stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There's tanks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the, the thing is, you actually have to use ISK, which is Eve and Dusk's in-game money to that, build that money. Those yeah. You build those things and you you attach your upgrades to them. You lose either your soldier or your tank, and you lose it in a fight, and you oh, yeah. lose it. Like it, yeah. it's gone. Um, so That's you like Eve. So. Yeah, right. So uh, they're 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 applying that same concept. So you really want to, you kind of don't want to play like shit at any time, which I think is really interesting. However, um, check this out. Like <laughs> corporations in Eve can hire you as a dust player or your dust clan. So let's say me, you, and uh, me, Rob, and Mike. We're three badass dust players and we form our own clan. Which and by then my way, editor, who does actually play Eve all the time, says, Rob, yeah. I need you to do something. Yeah, um, Rob, I, I need you to help me yeah. take out this planet. Here's a contract. Uh, I'll give you a million isk if you take over this planet for me. If you fail, you either get no isk or we can have a clause in there saying if you fail, you'll still get like 20,000 isk or something like that, which is just so fucking cool. He hires us. Oh, with no free claim. Yeah. Yeah. He hires us. We take over the planet. It works. We win. Uh, win-win situation for someone playing an MMO and someone playing a shooter. Here's the crazy part is we're trying to take over that planet and we're like, oh shit, Rob's editor. Uh, shit's <laughs> going down in this fucking match and we're going to lose. We need an airstrike right here on that tank and we paint a target and then in Eve, Rob's editor would see that target painted on the planet and have to fly to it and <laughs> launch an airstrike. And that airstrike would launch in dust and land. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's so mind blowing. <laughs> it's so. And, and the best and the best part is, is a recent Eve update where they've made all the guns animate. So his gun turrets will pop out of his spaceship, aim towards the, the the site of where we've painted. The shells will fire, and then a moment later. <laughs> It's so incredible. Fucking awesome. It's so incredible. Like, uh, also the Dust community, and like, we went to the CCP Games makes Dust and Eve, and we went to their party. Uh, we kind of kicked back with them. They're super cool. <laughs> then we went to their after party at their hotel, which was just mental. Um, they had invited. It wasn't even like an Eve party. It was an Eve player gathering. I mean, sorry, it wasn't E3 player. Uh, sorry, it wasn't an E3 party. It was an Eve player mm-hmm. gathering. So they kind of just said, "Hey, um, if you're at E3 and you're an Eve player, or you're interested in Dust, or if you're in uh, the LA area and you play Eve, just come to our party." They had a pool party, a rooftop pool party, which is awesome. Um, obviously, open bar, which made everything super fun. Uh, but it was a good chance to like. There was some journalists there. PSU had a big presence there. Uh, there was some journalists. There was hardcore Eve players, and there was the Dust team all kicking it in one place. And we had some crazy conversations, like uh, creating the PlayStation Universe Corporation. That's like uh, some Dust players are like already on that, and they want Us. in because our forums have been hustling and bustling with like uh, the Dust Five One Four stuff, which we're super eager to get into. Um, Basically, we're gonna when Dust launches, we're gonna have the PlayStation Universe Corporation, which fi- which fits so perfectly into like 
uh, space battles like that. Uh, PlayStation Universe Corporation, if you want in, just fucking join the corporation. Uh, we want to make PlayStation Universe big in dust. And uh, the dust guys are cool with that. I mean, they really want to have PSU.com as like, a place where people can go find out about what dust is. Um, and it's, it's an absolutely mental game guys, like just mental. The reason I got into this <laughs> to tell you that, uh, there was a news story that, uh, they recently announced. Oh, here, uh, Morgan Godat. That's the guy I was talking to. He's, uh, well, it doesn't say who he is, but, uh, um, yeah, you can basically buy the best gear in dust five and four for a full set would cost you 24 cents. Yeah. Yeah. That's the story I did, right? Yeah. That's the story mm. you did. And, you know, some people look at that and they're like, whoa, what the hell? But here's what you have to remember. You pay that 24 cents and you, f- you deck your guy out in the best gear. When you play Call of Duty, when you play Modern Warfare, how quickly do you die? Okay. <clears throat> admittedly, it won't be that fast in Dust, but you'll still die and you'll lose that dude. Um, you'll lose his gear, which is super yeah. hardcore. Um, what's cool is that you won't lose his skills, obviously, because dust is like you, you make clones of your dude. So you customize your dude. And then when you die, there's just another clone of him that's sent, which is a good, you know, trope to, to explain that mm-hmm. stuff. But what do you guys think about that? I mean, paying so, so, so such a small amount of money for having the best uh, gear uh, in terms of the Eve universe, that is nothing because, you know, uh, you, you, have you heard of what Plex is? No. In, in the Eve universe. Okay. No. So obviously you got ISK, ISK. Mm-hmm. which is the main um, currency in um, EVE, that can be traded for Plex, which is called a pilot license extension. Now, those are bought with real money, which mm. you can then buy with your ISK. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're worth like you know, $25 or something like that for like a month of um, game time. And so basically, there's this real-life to EVE economy kind of thing going on. And the fact that it only costs you $0.24 cents to get your guy fully decked out is ridiculous in the terms of the EVE economy because you can probably spend like you know a, a couple of million esk and get it, and then maybe sell off your twenty-four cent thing for you know another five million esk or something weird like that, just because oh maybe it only was twenty-four cents for the first month of the game or something weird like that. So this is just to do with the because the, they have proper economists on in development of these games, so they know what they're doing, and this is probably just something else to kind of add to the economy, the weird crazy economy of EVE, which. Some players at the moment are trying to completely destroy by um, blockading all the oh, trade yeah. hubs in the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's, look, I, I don't want to play proper EVE because it's ridiculous. No, but... it's too late. Too late for us to get into EVE. Yeah. I mean, you saw what's going on. Like, So yeah. that guy was banned from EVE, I believe, and he became unbanned. <laughs> and then he rallied like he rallied like 15,000 people yeah. or something crazy yeah. like that. And they're all going to like attack the economy of Eve, which is like a huge risk to the econ- economy of the game because it might just shatter everything. But yeah. the dust guy, no, sorry, the Eve guys, the CCP games are fully behind it cuz yeah. their 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 mentality is that well, it's something you can do in the game. We built the game to be like that. Why not? We're not going to stop this guy if he wants to crumble our economy then that's what we built the game for. That's what's the yeah. really cool part about EVE is... Yeah. I mean, Blizzard would never let that shit fly. Oh, well, uh, they, they, well, let's see how the auction house of that goes first. But right, well, <laughs> gee, auction house of Diablo 3, lol. But anyway, we could get back to that after. But um, yeah, that's what's super cool. And the, the EVE guys are actually super behind it. Like, they're going to yeah. watch this, and it's going to be a crazy war. Because then you have, like, the hardcore players that are like, well, well no, I, I don't want to destroy the economy of my game. I've been playing this game for seven years. And then everybody's... It's going to be like a call to arms, and that sounds great. And... Eve, look, you're like, oh my god, Dust 5 on 4 is free to play. Does that mean it's going to suck or whatever? No. They have a really awesome strategy because unlike Activision or whatever, 
uh, or sorry, un- yeah, Activision, I guess. They're not like, we need to get the most amount of players day one, whatever. The thing that's kept Eve, and by the way, CCP is not like a broke ass company. They have no. money, like yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, the thing that's been keeping them afloat is that they yeah sure there there isn't as many Eve players as there are World of Warcraft players but there are a hardcore base of people that will never leave that game constantly keeping them afloat not only afloat but getting them rich and they just want to apply that to Dust and the best part is anybody can jump into Dust yeah sure there's gonna be those Call of Duty players that just go on the on the, the store and they're like oh fucking free to play shooter fuck yeah mom I'm a fucking I don't want to <laughs> eat dinner I want to fucking play some fucking Dust. 514 whatever they can't even pronounce it and then they'll get into it they'll die and they'll be like fuck this game but there'll be a hardcore called i'll have killed you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there's gonna be a hardcore group of players that just keep on pl- i'm telling you dust will be big dust will yeah. be i wasn't sold and i thought it w- i was so skeptical about it but after this e3 i'm like oh i get it okay this will like <laughs> net some players in forever it's, it's gonna be interesting. i'll, I'll- I'll definitely um, see if I can join you guys on. Uh, oh, we'd love you, man! Like, seriously, company, Doug. Yeah. Doug is balls deep. Doug is like <laughs> so sold. Doug like wants like his work monitors, and then he turns yes. to the right and he wants like seven monitors like running <laughs> like crazy fucking Eve shit and dust stuff. But like, um, and it's also PlayStation exclusive. Like, it gets more and more niche the more we talk about it. It's PS PS3 exclusive, free to play. I think there's a Vita right. companion as well for it. Oh. What? I'm sure you're sure there's a PlayStation Vita companion title. I hope, I hope that's like a, like a, like a, oh yes, this acts as your in-game touchpad, so you can. Oh. Stay yeah, it's it's all to do with the micro um, transactions and things like that, and <laughs> items and all that customization <laughs> and stuff. I think. Man, those guys gonna... are just that we like we were laughing at them. Like there were some points where we all had drinks in our hands. Like some Eve players. Uh, some of the, the 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 dust guys, like the top dust guys, I'm talking like the CEO and stuff, and like we, Doug and I had drinks in our hands, like laughing, like fucking hurting our stomachs, laughing so much, saying you guys are fucking insane, you're out of your fucking minds, like what were you thinking? How long has this taken? Like what are you, are your programmers aliens? Are your coders like fucking xenomorphs? I don't understand. Um, but anyway, that's dust, and dust that's looks dust. badass. Or it could be shit, whatever. <laughs> For that. Um, so, guys, uh, that game company, like we spoke about before, Developers yep. of Journey, are no longer PlayStation exclusive. But let me clarify. They've came, come out and say, said that they aren't necessarily going multi-platform, but they are going to be developing games independently of Sony. Does that mean that you're going to see their games on Xbox, uh, PC? Okay. Maybe not, but maybe yes. Um, Basically, wasn't it they had to contract with Sony to make three games, which I guess was Flow, yeah. Flower, and Journey? Yeah. And they then didn't renew or something like that, I suppose. So. Uh, yeah, they... So... Um, they raised $5.5 million, which, I mean, I, I, that's almost as much as the last uh, humble indie uh, bundle uh, yeah. sold, uh, which isn't much. But, I mean, it's a, it's a lot when you're talking about small small companies like this. They raised $5.5 million and partnered with Bench, Benchmark Capital um, to create games, quote-unquote, for wider audiences, um, which I, I can only assume means multi-platform. I mean, like... I, I Unless really, they're talking about, you know, the style of game, because, you know, a lot yeah. of their titles were pretty niche, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. but that's why they became famous. Like, that game company was not going to come out and make Flow 
the first person shooter. And yeah. I mean, I mean, when when Journey came out, that broke all the records for like digital sales before um, you know Charles Evolution came which, out. Which, so. by the way, was like one of the most surprising pieces of news I've heard all oh, year. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Fez, Fez, which in my mind was as famous as Journey, only just sold like a hundred thousand copies. So really? Know. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Which is ridiculous because Fez is like really like as equally as good as Journey. Yeah, but it had so, you know. such a big word of mouth factor. It, like, yeah. I think some people just got pissed off over like Phil Fish saying, "Oh, Japanese <laughs> games are shit." But that's another story for another time, I guess. So. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys think about that? I mean, that game company, awesome company. Uh, wh- well, what, what would you think if you saw? I mean, I'm ha- personally, I'm happy if I saw that their game, the next game, was on Xbox and stuff like that, and PC. That that makes me really happy because their games are super cool. It's a shame that. Um, People with only, on with only an Xbox are missing out, sort of thing. Yeah, but, um, I, I'd just be interested to see what they do in general because it's that game company. So yeah, yeah. and also they've got a bigger budget as well, which is yep. one of the main things yeah. to consider. Yeah, that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Journey two now with four dudes at one time. Journey two, <laughs> four player co-op with guns. <laughs> with guns. <laughs> That'll be making we, for a wider audience. Yeah, <laughs> with guns there, movie tie-in. Journey. Dun, 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 dun. At first, they were in a desert. Dun, 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 dun. She, could only, she could only jump. Dun, 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 dun. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an awesome movie. Uh, we can't make it. We've got to try. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway. Um, journey. <laughs> journey. Colin. The Journey. Uh, <laughs> journeys going on the journey part one journey <laughs> part one the movie the game um so what is the bbfc the british board of film classification it is uh what we use yes. to rate films similar to what in the states i guess they have um uh, g the- pg-13 and stuff we have you know upg 12a blah blah, blah. um but also if Games rated 12, 15, and 18 are now rated by the BBFC to give them more oh. legal clout than before because the BBFC is legally enforceable in the UK, unlike American kind of um, uh, uh, rating systems. But sorry, yes, please continue. That makes sense because I was going to ask, how the hell did these guys out uh, Bioshock Ultimate Rapture Edition? Oh, yeah, because they probably rated it. <laughs> I did, 18. <laughs> 18, well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so, original Bioshock or like is it the, we know? No, it's a it's a bundle containing Bioshock one and two with all DLC. Oh, Minerva's Den, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, because I was like, what the hell? How 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 did these movies guys get like? So hold on. So who rates the um under sixteen okay. or sixteen? They, they always go through Peggy, which is the pan. Oh, okay, the, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And then you hear it on the uh, beginning of the trailers, don't you? Peggy twelve or whatever. Yeah, Peggy yeah. twelve. Uh, and then um, if it's like 12, 15, or 18, I think, or uh, specifically 18 is definitely our sent to the BBFC. Because, is, that, um, is that weird at all to you guys? What, that the the, the, the film board? I don't know. I mean, if it's, it's to legally do it, then sure. Um, I mean, okay, so in America, Mature Games, that, that whole kind of act thing fell through. But in the England, we've had it for like, you know, years and years. And because we're not yeah. so such a reactionary, shocking culture as, as America, we've been able to have 18 games that are legal to sell to eight people under 18 and not crash the industry completely. So, uh, I don't know. It's just a fact, it's just the way that it is here. I mean, I, I, and 18 is an 18, whether it's a film mm. or not. So, yeah. 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 Um, before we get into our E3 stuff, I just want to uh, cover a few last things. So, yesterday... Yeah, yesterday morning... 
uh, PSN, PS Store, and account management uh, channels were hit by unplanned unplanned downtime, and a lot of people there was a kind of like a call to arms. A lot of people thought like, oh my god, is PSN hacked again? Yeah, um, wait three days and we'll, we'll be told. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> wait three days. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? I mean, did people jump the gun? Were people too quick to to assume that? Or I mean, that's kind of like the stigma now. It's like as soon as it goes down mm. unplanned, people are like, oh my god, my credit card. God is hacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One engineer can put one line in the wrong place and basically kind of crash the whole thing. So, I mean, it's not it's not completely... Uh, I don't think it would be crazy if it happened... Well, it would be crazy if it happened again, just for ridiculousness. But it's not it's, But it's not like out of the realms of possibility for it to be a hack. But it's probably more likely just to be like a human error or just like a fault of their server. Yeah, yeah. If it did happen again, I'd say it was more for the lulz. Enough. I would throw. I would probably throw my PS3 in the in the trash. Again, so. <laughs> just open up the bin and just drop it in. Yeah, just like recycling. Just I don't care. They'll fix it. Um. Okay. Uh. Right before we get into, like I said, E3. I just want to quick fire this. Sony is confirmed for Gamescom 2012. It's the only Ooh. massive uh, hardware weird. manufacturer. Yeah. Well, what's up with that? I mean, why why did Microsoft back out? And also uh, TGS. I, I will tell you a little little secret. All right. Um, right. Okay. So. Um, uh, I actually went to some Microsoft stuff last year uh, while I was in Gamescom. They had this big kind of showcase before the actual Gamescom, which instead of having like a conference, they had, had, had let you play around with some of their games. And I managed to sneak into a couple of run presentations uh, in the Microsoft booth. Um, basically, I think people just weren't writing about the stuff that they had been shown there, and Microsoft was just like pissed off. And like they spent a lot of money on some of the on their booth, and um, both on the show floor in the press only area. And at this like pre-showcase thing, mm. uh, and I think they just didn't see any everyone because they were really, really, really pushing Connect Star Wars because I saw it three separate three separate times in three completely unrelated meetings, and um, it, you know it was shit obviously, <laughs> and then they delayed it like you know um, like the week after Gamescom, and I thought it was crazy because they you know they've been pushing it so hard, so I just think that either they haven't got much to show, which I don't think they do anyway, other than. You know, Gears of War by the Bulletstorm developers. Um, and oh, Force Horizons would be cool, but. Halo 4. Know, Halo 4. I, they, they, got, they got a bit of show, actually, I guess. But I don't think they. Um, they won't have anything new to show at Gamescom, so it's probably not going to be worth their while, really, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They're focusing on smaller uh, events, I think. That's what there. they said, but. Mm, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's probably easier for them just to have. Oh, hey, journalists in London come to our thing in London, and, you know, that will yeah. cost them. Yeah. Like, Major Nelson said that he they're going to be focusing on their partners to get their their news out for them. So I guess like Lionhead and Epic. Well, I don't even know if Epic will be there, but it's, it's about. I mean, like um, uh, obviously Nintendo being there because they, they had a really awesome booth last year. I didn't actually have the time to go in it, but um, if they're not there, that's kind of uh, weird. Especially as they're trying to ramp up to the fucking Wii U and they've got no games they've shown just yet. I don't think um, Nintendo's there. Uh, I really, I think Sony's the only company uh, hardware manufacturer. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, um, oh dude, the, the the conference last year was kind of cool. Um, I kept turning around and looking at the um, uh, uh, teleprompter, so I, I I had the news like a minute ahead of everyone else because I was reading. It, <laughs> it was like fucking ridiculous. Um, if I had internet connection, it'd be hilarious. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it's cool that they're there. Um, I don't know if you guys are gonna do it this year, but. Mm. Uh, they had some really cool. Um, they they rented out like a separate hotel to kind of show off all their stuff, mm-hmm. and had like a separate room Ooh. full of like um, Vitas and PS3s, which I didn't notice until like half an hour before it was shut. So I wasn't allowed in there. I was like, no. <laughs> all right. I don't know if <laughs> you guys sorry, have yes. noticed. Our fans, our listeners, our readers, 
Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in the past two, three weeks, maybe a month, we've kind of changed up the editorial direction at PSU.com. We kind of said, hey, caution to the wind. Let's just, you know, let's get out there. Let's 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 kind of say what we want to say. Let's stop being so restrictive and being so professional about stuff. So what ended up happening is that we started, you know, coming out with these really cool features and not only saying, hey, let's say what we want to say and sound like assholes, because that's not what we try to do. But we also said, like, well, don't miss what you try to do. <laughs> we also said, let's make features about what we really like, something we've always done, but we've really put a push behind that. For example, Mike has been just killing it with some really cool stuff. Um, well, Mike, thank you. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, you, you created a really, I mean, you wrote a really cool feature, uh, three classic EA titles you want to see resurrected. Um, and you listed one, number one, Road Rash. Yes, 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 oh, yes. yes. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Desert Strike. Yes, yes. Number three, Dungeon Keeper, which I am super unfamiliar with, but I'm totally behind the uh, first two. That might be another Peter Molyneux game, actually. Yeah, it is. All right, I take it back. Mike said said Road Rash, Mike said Desert Strike, and he also said Burnout Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted. That's the uh, (laughs) uh, Paradise. Most Wanted B. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's kind of weird for them doing most wanted, but considering there there was already two hot pursuits before they made hot pursuit two yeah. years ago, I guess it's not this part of the course now. So yeah, yeah, but hot pursuit was old. Most wanted is in this generation. This generation, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> so retarded. <laughs> there are there are two games for the PS3 and 360 that both have the same name. Of the I know, right? Uh, uh, most wanted, which is <laughs> it's just <laughs> the the latter. Well, the, the be, newer one. Bad for um, websites that well for your database. Yeah, basically. databases will just crumble. But uh, the newer one, the newer most wanted, will absolutely destroy. I guarantee it will destroy the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> Criterion, I love him. But that paradise too, yes. I know, I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I like how they were like, okay, Criterion, you're clearly awesome. Let's get you onto our awesome franchise, Need for Speed. And they made that hot pursuit game, which was wicked. And then Criterion was like, all right, no, listen, <laughs> let's make what we want to make. We'll call it Need for Speed. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we'll even take the name of an old game. I don't give a hell. Just make us make. Let us make what we want to make, and they will. And it's gonna be so good. Especially after the run was kind of disappointing last year. It's going yeah. to be a lot better, It's so, going to be yeah. what a clash. The run and then Paradise 2. Oh, God, I can't wait. <sighs> I got a hard I one. I like how you go from my classic retro features. Talking about <laughs> <Need for laughs> Sorry, yeah. I need, that was like when, when I saw that E3, I was like, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, so <laughs> Dungeon right. Keeper beat them on a new game. Uh, Road Rash actually was the one I'd say that's a really classic, awesome kind of game. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like playing the nights I spent playing that on my Mega Drive when I was younger, beating up Public Enemy number one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And then Mike, right. had a, Mike had another really cool feature that he actually launched today, which is in case you have a PS3 and you love co-op games, Mike made a feature for you uh, listing the well he thinks is the be- are the best co-op experiences on the PlayStation 3. Uh, the first. Well, one just was, to clarify, it first... was, yeah, I, I chose them as well, but it was like a broad. I read around, asked a lot of people, and kind of oh, tried okay. to get a broad range. All right, so uh, I read this article, so I'm gonna make a couple of guesses before you the, say them. The not. first, the first one is Borderlands. Oh, yep, yeah, sure, of course. Uh, the second one is Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. It's not in any order. <laughs> Third one is Rockman 3. Yeah. Fourth yeah. one is Portal 2. Then you've got Resistance 3, Mass Effect 3, and Starhawk. Yeah, yeah, I, I would go with that. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there anything else, Cop? Uh, oh. Clan Call for 1, I actually thought was quite a good call. There was nothing else on this list that I left out on purpose. What did you left out on <laughs> Mike, did I leave anything out? Do you... Oh yes, you might have left out Resident Evil Five. <laughs> <sighs> 
Anyway, Mike already uh, <laughs> Mike created five reasons why Sony nailed its E3 press conference, which I thought it was also really good. Okay, yes, Resident Evil 5, if you're into that, if you want co-op, <laughs> you want some action. It is actually quite highly regarded as a good co-op game, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like Sony and you like E3, you'll be interested in hearing Mike's five reasons why Sony nailed its E3 press conference. I mean, okay, first, before, let's go around the table. Um, can you guys... I mean, this is this is probably silly, but I mean, every every outlet and every outlet does this nowadays. Can you yeah, guys who grade... won E three? Who won E three? But can you grade the press conferences? But all all three: Nintendo's, Microsoft's, and Sony's. Grade them. Rob. Oh, uh, yeah, Rob. Uh, Rob Microsoft, I would give a C plus. Um, Nintendo, I would give a C minus, and Sony, I give a B plus. What Rob said, so Microsoft C plus Sony, I think I would give a, would you say B minus? B, B plus. A B plus. Okay, yeah. Sony B plus and a Nintendo's, I would actually give a D plus. A D. Okay. D. Well, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? Uh, Sony, I'd give a B Actually, no, 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 a B, no, a B plus. So it's pretty it did, good. It did pretty well. Did it pretty well? Yeah, Microsoft, I'd give a, mm, a C, and Nintendo, I'd give a D plus. Okay, so we're all kind of. So, so, yeah. well, I think we're all at the same kind of level. I mean, I, I really like Smart Glass. Um, I, I'm really excited for Smart Glass, and that might just be me. Yeah. Um, I think I think some, Sony did much better for hardcore gamers, for lack of a better term. Yeah, definitely. Somehow, and I don't know how they've done it again, but I'm excited for a Halo game again. Like so they did the same thing with Halo Reach. Suddenly I was like, Halo Reach was like, oh, I don't care about Halo Reach. And suddenly I saw Halo Reach was like, oh my god, Halo Reach is gonna be awesome. And Halo Four, I was like, it's not Blizzard, Bungie, it's no, terrible. But it looks blah. good. It looks so good though. Why? Why? I'm most excited three, four, for. Three. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of. Well, whatever. It just they they they're a little bit too outspoken for me. But uh, I, what I like about Halo Four when it opened up and I saw the Covenant again, I was just like, oh fuck. That was exactly um, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, and then you see the what are they called? The the AI do I don't I don't remember what they're called, but uh, badass like uh, glowing orange. Skull yeah, dude. and I was like, oh fucking yes, new enemies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm behind it. I'm like, okay, fine, get get rid of the covenant. Maybe they can make an appearance in the beginning of the game, but I do not want to shoot any more covenant. No, um, no. just I'm man. so behind on Halo. <laughs> yeah, or flood. Fuck the flood. Uh, wait, is this a PlayStation podcast? Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Halo 4 looks really good. Uh, Splinter Cell looks like Uncharted. Um, <laughs> Tomb Raider is actually really, really quite cool. Rob and I had a at E3 <clears> Twitter <throat> conversation about Tomb Raider. Where oh, I was yeah. like, fuck, I'm sold on Tomb Raider right after I was in a private demo. And he's like, you weren't already? And uh, <laughs> I was like, no, I was not. But um, very personal. But then that whole stuff got like, I mean. I saw that I saw that quote unquote rape scene and I was like, oh, OK, because what it was cool about it was nobody was making a big deal about it. But then like a few days ago, there was like that whole thing about it. And I don't know. I just fucking I almost don't give a fuck anymore. Um, it's, it's not it's really rape. Uh, well, it's it's not a great subject. Yeah, let's let's just leave it. I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, so good job, Mike. Um, Thanks. I've, I've also been throwing features together. Like, for example, uh, <laughs> I wrote one about the most fun game I played. No, sorry. The most fun I had at E3 2012. Now, at E3 2012, I played some of the coolest games, some of my most anticipated games. And I was super skeptical 
on just like I was super skeptical about Dust, I was also super skeptical about PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Now, I'm not saying that Battle Royale is the best game at E3. I said it was the most fun I had because, unlike Assassin's Creed, you can't pick up Assassin's Creed and instantly have fun. But within the first 30 seconds of playing Battle Royale, I swear to God, I was having a lot of fun. Um, why? <laughs> Did I have to learn the controls? Yeah, kind of. How long did that take? Ten seconds for me to realize, oh, so it's Smash Bros. Uh, <laughs> so so let, let me ask you this, Don. Um, so describe to me the button layout. You've obviously got jump and you've got double jump for that. So X is jump. Yeah. X twice is double jump. Yep. And then you've got your um, up square, side square, <laughs> down square. Up yep. triangle, side triangle, down triangle. Now... Yep. Like I said, in the opening of my that feature, I was like, don't just dismiss it as a Smash Bros. ripoff. Yeah. I was like, I hate hearing that. Like, I hate hearing, oh, it's a fucking Smash Bros. ripoff. I'll forget about that shit. So then why'd you buy Battlefield? Why do you hope that every game is Arkham City <laughs> from now on? Like, why? I don't understand. Like, Rayman Legends, what an awesome game, right? But isn't that Super Mario Brothers? Like, why can't somebody come out and say, hey, you know what game was awesome but sucks now? Smash Bros. Let's make a better one. Um, so Sony See, steps up to the plate, and people give yeah. them shit for that. Ah, whatever. So can you? So the way I saw it on the um, the press conference is the only way to, I guess, kill someone is to use one of your special super, super yeah. moves. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and obviously you build that up by hitting people. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously you just got into a little rant about comparing it to Smash Brothers, but that makes it Dif- more Smash Brothersy. No, different. Than, but, no, well, okay. If it was just health. It would then be like kind of like a Street Fighter game because yeah. you're trying to get them down to zero. Whereas mm-hmm. in Smash Brothers, you're just continually hitting them until you can get to a point where you can hit them off the stage. Yeah, and that's like a, a, a no particular point. That's more similar to building up your super yeah, meter, yeah. which has no. But it's still going to be way different because like it's going to be and, and like you know the stages look way more dynamic than like even the brawl stages were. Some of the best brawl stages were. So, exactly, it's different you know, enough that like oh fucking. Um... I don't know. It's I don't even want to talk about balance and stuff like that because, like, as we've spoken about before, you know, like brawl got like insanely unbalanced, unbalanced. But like, it's cool because you have to you can master your character and then master their super. So you have your level one, which is like um, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say um, Nathan Drake, right? Um, Nathan Drake's level one would be something like he pulls out a rocket launcher. I don't actually know his level one. He pulls out a rocket launcher, shoots someone. And then whoever he hits just dies. Um, and yeah. you, you, can, you can score points on that. Or if you're feeling more risky, you save for a level two. And then he summons that uh, big the idol from uh, Uncharted 1. And it falls directly forward and kills whoever it lands on. Or mm-hmm. if you're really good, you save for Well, ultimately, which, which you should be trying for, depending on how much time you have left in the match. You save for your level three. And then... Nathan Drake's is awesome because he just summons... All the, Sasquatch, all the Sasquatches come and kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's close, though. He summons his the giant idol from um, from Uncharted 1. It opens. And like when I say summons, like I mean like FF7, when you use your level 3 super, there's a really cool cutscene that plays for every character. And they're, oh, all, yeah, cool. they're all super different. Um, so he summons that, that giant idol. It comes out on stage. It opens... <laughs> And everybody, every other player turns into one of those infected zombies from Uncharted 1. And you can run, and you can actually attack Nathan Drake. But if he lands one hit on you, you die. So you can respawn, and you're still... And when that thing's in effect, you can respawn, and you're still a zombie, but you can fight back. But then you got someone like Parappa, 
that his level three is he just gets on stage, he looks up at the, the, the crowd, he grabs his mic, and there's a Gotta giant, giant boombox. Yeah, exactly. Giant boombox <laughs> just blasts rap music so loud that everybody on screen dies. You can only get – it's so awesome, but you can only get three kills with that. It only, it only does it once. So you can get a maximum of three kills on that depending on how many players are on the screen. But that's a balance. So Parappa, you're guaranteed, guaranteed three kills. Nathan Drake, you have to hit the enemies and they can attack you back. But – uh, you can actually get more than three kills, three points. Yeah. Uh, Big Daddy's is awesome. He just goes into like you know rage mode from Bioshock, and his his lights turn red, and then he starts like kind of doing his big whale groans, and then the whole so that screen. He, that he does like uh, Gal uh, Gurren Lagan Giga Jewel Breaker, and just like throws his jewel across the screen. <laughs> the uh, the whole screen kind of goes turns to water, and then every character can only just attack, swim just a little bit. You can swim super slowly, and all it takes is he's just charging like all over the place, and if he hits you, you're dead. It's really cool, honestly. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, it is really cool, and and uh, I was talking to these guys, and like I played PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale too much at E3. Like, I'll admit <laughs> that I played too much. I had so much fun playing it. Um, why, why the fuck not? Why can't... Uh, Superbot Entertainment step up to the plate and say, "Hey, uh, yeah, Brawl, that was an or Super Smash Bros was an awesome game, but Brawl sucked. Why can't we we do one? Why like why are they catching so much flack? Like, just give it a, before you talk shit, just give it a try, and you'll realize that. Hold on, like wait, Sony first of all ha- does have a lot of cool characters from the PlayStation brand that they could pick up, but the best part is that what they proved at the conference is they said, "Hey, Big Daddy's gonna be in there. You know what that means? That means it's not only PlayStation PlayStation exclusive characters. There could be like." It's fucking, I don't know, Sam Fisher Get there. Get you waiting. Yeah, no, well, definitely. <laughs> With the exact same moves as Smash Bros. Ball. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, what's also super surprising is how differently every character plays. Um, and I'm talking, like, it gets technical. Like, essentially, oh, sure. Sheik, Sheik from... Um, my character was Sheik in Super Smash Bros., yeah. who's also Zelda. Sheik is essentially now Sly. Sly Cooper can, like, full-on teleport and stuff like that. Like, oh, you nice. know, kind of go stealth. And he's super technical. Kratos, like, I'm talking, like, characters are really different Kratos kind of has his his chains, and he's. They said he's really good for uh, beginners. Um, he kind of oh. has his blades. Yeah, he has his blades. You can pull off crazy stuff with Kratos, but you can also do like I think his up square is a great. Yes. He sheds, sends his blade out, and it does like uh, the grappling. So he just grabs someone and pulls himself towards, and that's super powerful. Um, does does he then tell them they will not see the end of the day? Oh, he's screaming the whole match. He's, <laughs> there's, just, there's just constant yelling from Kratos. His level three is. He slams like the floor and whatever, and he just his god armor kind of just appears on him, and then he has the uh, blade of Olympus, and then you do not want to be caught near him. You you <laughs> have the same moves you do in God of War, so when you press up triangle when he has his blade of Olympus, it shoots out that beam, which is now like a homing attack, which is just god, it's just gross. It's like a one hit. Um, it's PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale is so fun. I I could do without that long ass name. I I could do with just PlayStation All Stars. I'll be better. I kind of don't really like Battle Royale, but um great game you'll see later on when it comes out i had a lot of fun what do you guys think about the game i think um, it's great i've actually i didn't have a problem with it at all really i just think okay it's similar to smash brothers in concept but the um you know the tweaks they put into it it's, it's got i think it's definitely sets itself apart and i like the um the character roaster that's really good i'm really glad that drake's in there although i don't think it'd be right to have a playstation brawler like that without drake but yeah man i'm totally good i'm totally sold on it i'm gonna get it i haven't I haven't really seen much of it yet, actually. I'm, I have to um, watch some more footage, but I'm, I'm definitely getting it, man. It and here's, here's another awesome part. Uh, Rob is in a train station, let's say, and I'm home. And he has Battle Royale on his Vita. 
he could totally just play with he could there could be two dudes on their vita and yeah, two dudes yeah. on their ps3 and it works flawlessly in fact the demo stations had two ps3 controllers and two vitas and it was just working perfectly nice. um, awesome man. that's that was a great yeah, so cool great chance. see I've, I've I've taken the piss out of this game from day one, but also I've been on board with playing this game since day one. So, yeah, you know. I, I understand that, <clears throat> you, man. But yeah. here's my problem. Here's what I told Superbot. I told him like, you guys have cool, uh, you guys have cool characters so far. You have eight. I want triple that number and DLC. I want to see like just, you know, Smash Bros. Uh, 64. How many did it have? Like 12? I think it was maybe uh, 10. Twelve, mm, I believe, is correct because there was eight original, then four extra ones at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two extra ones, no? Luigi um, and Ness? no, it was Luigi, Captain Falcon, Jigglypuff, and Ness. Oh yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, and then it was like twenty something in um, melee and thirty. That's still the best one. Also. Oh yeah, melee was great, and then Brawl went crazy with it, and it just broke everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew there was something about that game. I, I couldn't put my finger on what wasn't as good, but I'm glad I'm not the only one because I seem to be around there. Everyone's oh, like, no, man, it's all about Brawl. And it's like, no, 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 melee, no. melee is better, man. I, I, I prefer Brawl. Oh, maybe it's the oh. fact that when you randomly slip and fall in that, Brawl. That is fucking awful, especially when you're playing a Sonic. Um, like I, I was just devastated. They took out Captain Falcon's retarded voice when he gets knocked out because that was made it. That made Melee worth playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that was a great impression. <laughs> Thanks. I believe. Oh, you do not. Oh God, don't get me started on that. Every time I do something, I fuck up in real life. My mate Tim always does that, and it's so fucking <laughs> annoying. So I got plenty of practice. <laughs> uh, here, here's what else is really cool. Uh, one of my favorite parts about Brawl that I liked more than Melee is that depending on which character you're playing with, you get like those character-specific cutscenes and how they're reacting to the uh, world around them. But then you had like the what's it called? Like I don't remember subspace emissary was just yeah yeah um what's really cool about a playstation all-stars battle royale is that every character will have their own different single player story with cutscenes and stuff like that so uh, yeah they said that the little sister is gonna be part of big daddy's story and stuff like that and i think that's super cool it's like gonna be the same thing i think where will they they get (laughs) sorry oh yeah he has to will they get the voiceover guy for um uh uh Fat Princess to kind of do the Fat Princess storyline. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. They're in our base, killing all <laughs> dudes. Um, all right. Well, anyway, PlayStation also is Battle Royale. It's a cool one. Uh, email us in at podcast.psu.com and just tell us what you think about it. Are you sold? Or do you need to see more? Or are you totally against it? I'm actually curious. So, again, podcast.psu.com. Tell us what you think about PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Another That's feature right. Another feature I just want to touch on, um, <laughs> and this, this one kind of just started flame wars on our website but look i kept this out of the news but what happened earlier this week is um metal gear online was shut down on june i don't remember what it was the june yeah june 12th yeah it is uh the four-year anniversary since metal gear solid 4 launched and yeah i know it's been a long time sorry that's not i still remember reviewing that game man it's like oh wow (laughs) you reviewed it you lucky bastard um yeah i did (laughs) (laughs) um so metal gear online came out and now konami pulled the plug on it and it's no more and went offline um then i wrote a feature about it i mean I, I reported on it i said it went offline and then the next day i was like okay this is the day it goes off this is a good time to write a feature so this was my headline metal gear online is no more but no one gives a shit that, <gasps> that was my Oliveira. <laughs> goodness all right now look this article has 44 comments and 
about Jeez. 30 of them are extremely flaming towards me, like talking shit about me and just saying, I don't know what I'm talking about, and I just sucked at the game. I mean, I'll, I can read some comments for you, but first I just want to get my point across. What I, said, what, I, what I wrote in this article is exactly what I said in my headline. It's no more, but no one gives a shit. And I, I said, cool. exactly. And I said, I liked Metal Gear Solid 4. I love Metal Gear Solid 4. And I was so excited for Metal Gear Online. I couldn't even wait till I finished MGS4 to play MGO. So I launched it. And then I had to create a Konami ID. And that was a huge, huge, like, fucking uphill battle. Because then you had to, like, go on your computer or whatever. Then come back. And then always remember your Konami ID password. And then I got in. And it was so laggy. I couldn't play. But the game modes were similar to those from uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence. And I played that a lot on my PS2. I played my PS2 online with MGS3 a lot. And I really enjoyed it. And I thought MGO had some fantastic ideas. Just some really cool design uh, decisions for like game modes and the way you played out and really enforced teamwork and stuff like that so i was really into mgo but the sad part was that it was just so impossible to play it uh between the lag it took them so long to i eventually patch it and and fix the lag and you know but it's always had that konami id thing which was you know a terrible nail in its coffin but the thing is the point is metal gear online is offline now because no one gives a shit nobody's it's not like there were hundreds of thousands of people playing this thing and Konami was just like, fuck all y'all and just pull the plug. No, <laughs> there were probably nobody nobody playing this anymore. Probably so, like a couple hundred people like yeah, right? every now and then. Making yeah. it not worth it. And so I put this article up um, and I even cited, you know, I went in our forums and that's where I got inspired to write about this because there was a thread in our forums also talking about uh, how it went down. And then I saw just users complaining about the Konami idea and the lag, and I copy and I, I took some of their comments and put it into this article. And I wrote, "Yeah, it's true. You know, it reminded me like it was a fucking hassle to play that mm-hmm. game, um, and it sucks." So I put their comments in my article, and I was like, "Okay, look, it's not all bad." And I took this one guy who said he had super good experiences with the game, and I cited him. And then the floodgates opened. The first, I'd say, the first ten people about were like, "Look, I'll, I'll just read some of the the, the good ones." Um, there good ones. <laughs> so, yeah, well, Ga- uh, Gameaholic007 says, Never played Metal Gear Online, wasn't interested in, ju- in it, just the games. Love the heading, Don. And then uh, this hit my nemesis, great title. Then Tribunal says, I'm not going to lie, the title of this article is Grade A. And so some of the people actually put, like, a lot of thought in, into it um, and, and said, like, really, like, good points. So Phoenix says, Konami ID killed it for me, forgot my password within the first few weeks, and just said, screw it. Took long enough just to get it from the slow site to begin with, which is very true. The Konami portal was terrible. Joey Joe Joe Shabadu Shababadu says, ha ha ha, I love the title of this article, it made me lol. Um, but then, then you have the super flamers, like... Um, Hanumaru, who actually came to my Battle All-Star, Battle All-Stars feature just to complain again about my Metal Gear Online um, <laughs> article. He commented like about four times in this total. He says, dude, speak for yourself. No one gives a shit. You're not, the only, you're not only wrong, but you're crazy. MGO is such a badass game, especially seeing as it pretty much entirely supplemental to the actual experience of MGS4. What more did you want? You painted as though the game was trash, and then I read and come and find out the majority of your gripes were with net- network issues, as if as if they were even that bad. Lame. Also, if cursing is blatantly allowed in the header, then what the fuck? Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, the network issues held that game back from being so popular that it wouldn't have gotten shut down all this like time after. And then people just go crazy. Um, like, super, like, attacking me. Like, for example, okay, Tom1525 says, 
Goodbye, PSU. This news post is ridiculous. It's been an average of five years on this site, and I'm fed up with it. And then, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, and then like, okay, like we we love that you comment on our articles, but like, can you maybe state your opinion instead of just like you know maybe you read over melodramatic? Yeah, right. And then, I've, I've got another one here actually. If you want me to read, yeah, it. sure, go for it. Yeah, we, this one's from uh, Brett Pending. Uh, I just wanted to thank you. He's a bit more articulate, actually. I just wanted to thank you guys for jumping in on this article. Your active participation has proved me or has proven me all for wrong and made him look foolish. He acts as if no one, in capital letters, has played the game, or, again in capitals, not enough people played it. However, if he had participated in the community over the four years, he would know that it's still a very active community. Maybe not called a duty attic, but maybe not 10,000 people online at all time. However, it still was not dead. Metal Gear Solid 4 is a $5 bargaining game. Now, of course, Konami isn't making money off it, and that's why they pull the plug. Not because of lack of players or interest, and certainly because not people don't... Not because people don't care. You can just you can't just write an article with such bold claims and statements regarding something you haven't touched or experienced in first hand in four years. How about writing is nearly finished. <laughs> How about writing a new article in uh, quotes? Metal Gear Online is there, but its community isn't. An article addressing that you made claims that the Metal Gear Online fans have have proved you wrong about. About as evident in... Oh, sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied here. <laughs> An article addressing that you made claims that the Metal Gear Online fans have proved you wrong about as evident in the comments. Seriously, put your ego aside and try to regain, uh, reclaim some integrity here. Sorry about did that. He, did he say that there was less than 10,000 people that played the game? No, I think he... he and also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Don, you are very experienced with this game, and this guy's claiming that you haven't exactly. played it. Well, that's all. the thing. is, I don't think yeah. he read the article. Maybe he did, but he kind of yeah. just glanced over. So I, dude... I really enjoyed Metal Gear Online. I thought yeah, it was well, he super says, cool. Yeah, you can't just write an article with such bold kinds of statements regarding stuff you haven't touched your experience firsthand in four years. Well, yeah, that's completely wrong. No offense, uh, Brett, but Don has played the game. I have. I very much enjoyed it. So you obviously didn't read the article, my friend. No offense. Um. So then Michael Chambers, Michael Chambers comes along and says, I'm Dark Weller from MGO, and this is what I and the Metal Gear Online community think. Uh, so the MGO community, I guess, whatever. He's 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 from some forum somewhere in the dark corners of the internet, and he says, and this is what the real Metal Gear Online community think of your article. The guys who played the game across four years, it was available for. The guys who've seen the survival tournament and reward shop implemented. The only people who didn't give a shit are the ones who judged it like yourself. You played it at the start and then chose that it was buggy. Down the line, it got a lot better. So someone who hasn't played the game properly and writing an article about it, seriously, perhaps you should visit our gaming forum. He links to it. And then says, I'm sure you'll be surprised. And he says, to go with this, I'll show you what the community at MGO think. And then he copy-pastes a few responses. I'll, I'll just read a few. He says, TSO says, that guy is a retard. What an awful article. Look at this, for example. Do you even remember Metal Gear Online? Japan was the only country to see a standalone launch of the game, whereas other nations saw it bundled with 2008's Metal Gear Online, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. How the fuck is that a bad point? All games have the online come with the standard as soon... I'm sorry, the standard game as opposed to it being a separate game. Then the D says, retard, honestly. Then Sam Sturve says, this guy is thick Ooh. as shit. And then El Greco says, people don't give a shit because they never played it. The active community obviously do. Good blog. And then uh, Pan Krautau says, the article is just full of the exact idiocy displayed by every gamer that didn't actually experience MGO professionally. Hmm. Oh, shut <laughs> Hmm. How many? How many play? Exactly right. How many players experienced MGO? Yeah. How many? How many players experienced MGO professionally? Four, five, oh, six. Well, Are they well, all well, in your? Well, form? you know, Don. That's where the true competitors go to play their games. Is right. a Metal Gear Online, a um, 
Uh, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. Well, look, listen. <laughs> like, look, the sad part is that, yeah, sure, we are PSU. That's why some people are probably surprised to see, oh, my God, PSU is hating on Metal Gear Online. I'm not hating on Metal Gear Online. I'm not, it. I'm not saying that I don't give a shit. I'm saying general, look, look. This article exploded on PSU. Did it explode on IGN? Did it explode on Kotaku? No, because actual people who have other games to play don't give a shit. For sure that there's a community of Metal Gear Online players that are super hardcore into the game and they love it. Of course they're going to be sad. But listen, SOCOM's fucking PS2 servers went down last week. And Metal Gear Online servers went down this week. It's like, SOCOM came out and fucking jer- while PS2 was out, like... <coughs> There must have been this, uh, roughly the same amount of people playing SOCOM on PS2 today as Metal Gear Online, which is sad to say, but Jesus, is true. And like I said in the comment section, I commented about three times. I said it'd be great for Konami to implement these type of game modes and this gameplay into a new online game and, and just have it not buggered down by such like disgusting network issues. Like I like the game. That's what these people don't understand. But I was simply saying that nobody gives a shit because they don't. And that's why I went offline. I knew that some people were going to be like, what do you mean? It doesn't, they don't give a shit and probably read the article and be like, Oh, right. People don't give a shit. That's why I went offline. But whatever. Yeah. Main thing is you explained yourself. (laughs) I did, but, um, Uh, people, uh, people kind of don't, you know, care about. Yeah. People often don't care about the content of the article. They just care about the headline, mm. and they just don't go off. Don't want to head to the yeah. comments. Yeah, but that's that's some pretty bad hate there, man. I mean, I can't remember the last time the staff got that much hate. Yeah. Well, that's just a shame, but. Mm. But anyways, listen. People need to fucking. There's a lot of. Uh, admittedly, there's a lot of you know, uh, PlayStation fanboys that are on our site, and we love you. But at the same time, don't be so quick to like. Oh, Metal Gear and shit in the same headline? How is that possible? Because, listen, my fucking Facebook profile picture is a picture of me and Hideo Kojima. Like, I love the dude. <laughs> I love the dude. Um, but his online game was shite. If if something Hideo Kojima does is shit, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say it's fantastic just because he made it. But, like, I think – I thought Metal Gear Online was really co- – I'm not even going to explain myself again. Whatever. No, <laughs> don't worry, man. <laughs> we to, I mean, let's just move on, Dom. Let's let's, let's sure sure dwell yeah. on. Uh, we got a lot to talk about still, so <laughs> good idea. And if you guys uh, disagree or agree with me, I I'd like for you to send an email. And uh, just to clarify, there were a lot of people that said, "Oh yeah, it's true. You know, this was a good article." Or like, "I agree with you, Don. Like, yeah, uh, that 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 Konami ID stuff was bullshit, and I don't want to fucking hear about it anymore." So. If you agree with it, if you disagree with it, I'd like to hear. Just try to be professional. Try to be respectful. Remember that Mike and I and and Tim and I and and Adam and Steven, we're kind of, you know, using this to... We're using PSU to put our passion about games into writing and maybe get that in front of your eyes. So if you disagree with with what I thought... And there were some really cool people that disagreed and gave points. And, you know, this is why it sucks that it's offline. And I I read those comments and I, I like them. Um... So I like the commenters that if they strongly disagree, just strongly disagree in a respectful manner. Don't be like, yeah, you're just a, flame. Just yeah, you're a flame. fucking salt, idiot. Salt. This is yeah. a shitty blog. What the fuck? I'm fucking, I just lit my mom on fire because you're disgusting. <laughs> like, just none of that shit, please. Nobody wants to see that. And I mean, I'm used to that. People are used to that from the internet. It's just, it was yeah. sad to see that, you know, PSU usually... It's 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 we're all kind of like minded and that we like a lot love a lot of PlayStation games. Uh, PlayStation, I'm sure, are very is very near and dear to our hearts. But it's just sad to see that a lot of people took the low road and just fucking you know went for me. You know, you should you should probably go for Konami for destroying the game you love. Uh, that's all I'm saying. 
anyway, um, <laughs> I just want to go through our – we gave E3, E3 2012 was last week. And uh, we went through our top games of E3 2012. And um, you know what? First, before I, I go through it, um, I'd like to ask you guys what was – actually, you know what? I'll do it this way. Here's what PSU gave the best sports game of E3 20, 2013. FIFA 13 with the runner-up being NHL 13. Rob, what was your best sports game of E3? Mike, what was your best sports game of E3? What he said. <laughs> All right. So FIFA 13, I was really pulling for NHL 13, but then Steven wrote this article. You fucking Canadian. <laughs> NHL 13 is great. Uh, best PS Vita title of E3 2012. We gave it to PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. And runner up with sound shapes. What about you guys? Ooh, uh, sound shapes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to me to invite Jonathan Mack, the uh, developer for Shams? Oh no, he's he's gone. I don't have him on Skype. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Add the conversation. <laughs> How uh, <laughs> yeah, he. I don't think he likes me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, sound shapes. Like I've I've been following sound shapes pretty closely. Is it not even out yet? I thought it was out. Not yet. But um, it's a uh, uh, yeah. That that game's cool. Um, I would rather go for a game that's. Vita only and not some like, hey, this is also on PS3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, I mean, one. the point the point of saying uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale is like, dude, this is a kick ass game to bring on the bus with you. Yeah. Like, just super fun. It really works. Yeah. And then and then you get to a Wi Fi spot and you could just play with your friends on PS3. That's that's awesome. And, and I understand with you, I would have probably said Assassin's Creed Three Liberations or yeah, something. But me, yeah. that's mine. Nice job, Mike. Um, <laughs> you, you get to play as um, surprise, surprise. You get to play as the princess from um, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> did you come up with that uh i think i did i don't know probably <laughs> i, I assume someone else made that joke but like i said there's at least three people because you know she's a black like girl in new orleans so you know which is super cool the, like yeah. that's niche as hell like they're like okay let's first of all female protagonist who isn't like, a ditz and who can who can like fend for herself and she's black i thought that was awesome i'm like yeah there's yeah. not enough of that mm, um so mike you agree Assassin's yeah, Creed? definitely, definitely Assassin's Creed. Yeah, definitely. Our best accessory went to. Well, I mean, I guess you guys don't have a, a choice on this, but our best accessory went to Turtle Beach, uh, the Air Force oh, Tango. Headphones. Oh yeah, the Air yeah. Force stuff is pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, it is. And our runner-up was the Mad Cat's MLG Pro Circuit controller. I thought that the coolest accessory I saw, however, was the. You know those um those controllers are actually banned on most, even though they're like branded and stuff. They're like banned in most competitive settings. Lulz. Yeah. I thought a really control a cool con- accessory was Nyko's. Nyko got into the uh, fight stick business, and they just oh, cool. they just they just said, "Fuck!" Like Mad Cats has the official stuff down. Like they have like the pro stuff down. Let's just go for the cheaters. And they have like a controller <laughs> that you can kind Ten of tubos. yeah, you exactly you can like pull it uh, across me. You can you can kind of um, pull the left side of the stick out and attach it. Sorry, the left side of the what do you call it? the fucking set i guess and attach it to the right side so you can have your stick on the right side and your buttons on the left side which i thought it was cool but then they have like four or five macro buttons that you can just yeah (laughs) you can just like for in in one fluke of a million register like the perfect combo in street fighter register it and and, what you do is you just go into the training session of like the the best combo yeah exactly and then you have like five macros and then you have like your turbo button and there's like crazy customizations to show you like what's going on in fact like when you press your macro button, it lights up every direction and button in sequence. It's like really cool. It's it's oh, pretty nice. incredible. Yeah. So I I think that was really cool. Do you guys have any um, oh, picks for best accessory? I, I mean, it's hard to say unless no. you're at the show. You know. Yeah. No, um, I don't follow the accessories. Wonderbook. Sorry. 
Yeah, Wonder Book. Wonder Book. <laughs> That's a good pick. It's a book with weird <laughs> markings on it. Um, but you know, and you can play Harry Potter. You can. <laughs> well, okay. So about Wonder Book for a second. I watched that, and I watched that with Doug, and Doug and I kind of looked at each other and at the same time rolled our eyes and like, what the fuck is going on on stage right now? I, I want to play Wonder I want to play Wonder And then this is what happened. Then we looked at Steve, and Steve was almost tearing up. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, my God. This is fucking incredible. And I was like, well, he, he's, got a, he's got a little girl, I think, so he yeah. can probably play it with us. And he's like, we got yeah. back to the hotel, and we started talking, and it was, I was, Doug and I were like, what the fuck was that? And Steve was like, oh, my God. Do you guys know how crazy big this is going to be in the UK? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, maybe. But... Oh, God, guys. Yeah, it's going to be, like, amazing. <laughs> Honestly, guys, that one, the book thing. It just completely blew my mind. I just. <laughs> um, so, Rob, you actually want to play Wonder Book? Why not? Are I, you I, a Harry I, Potter fan? I don't give a shit about Harry Potter, but I, I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, if someone puts it in my hand, I'm not going to say no. Fuck off and kick them. But see, yeah. Wonder Book doesn't appeal for us, like you know, hardcore gamers. You know, Rob thinks it's cool. I also think Wonder Book is cool, but I'd rather see it implemented in something like, oh, I don't know, a cool book like Lord of the Rings or something. But. <laughs> You're right, right, like Twilight. But here's the thing that we're missing is that, Twilight. like, there are a bunch of – how many people read Harry Potter? Like, let's be honest. How many people have – read like, about 70 billion people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How many of those people would think it would be totally badass to not only learn how to do the spells but learn their origins and stuff like that? I think that – Every single person that loves the book plus me who just wants to do it anyway. Exactly, right? I mean, I yeah. even think that's pretty cool. Like, learning the – like, uh, they they had that example. Apparently, I mean, someone was saying on a podcast I listened to that they actually – these particular books are mentioned in the actual Harry Potter books um, as existing. So, you know, Shit. yeah, <laughs> that's pretty badass. But yeah, you get to see like how Wingardium Leviosa, like the, the floating spell was uh, created, like some king needed to fly and he kind of jumped off. And it's cool because you get to see like, I think it'd be the perfect um, game for teens. But then again, you need the PlayStation move and stuff. Imagine this is like the PlayStation move game and takes off and changes the face of the industry where in a few years. <laughs> You see a bunch of Connect book games and Wii U book games. Like I'd be super surprised, but you know what? Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, so yes, back to the Twilight one. You should clearly have one where it's like, uh, oh yes, why do you love your boyfriend? Is it because he is sexy, or is it because you actually love him? Ah, <laughs> oh, sexy. That's the correct answer, Bella. <laughs> you don't actually love your boyfriend. You just think he's sexy. The end. And then they have like the autolog implementation of how many players chose sexy. <laughs> Seven. Trying to lie to your boyfriend to make him sparkle. I'm a monster. Ah. <laughs> uh, we said our uh, our favorite move title uh was wonder book so good job on saying that for accessory rob it was a good segue <laughs> uh our best move title was wonder book and then sports champions 2 because you know what sports champions 2 they finally said yeah, okay fine <laughs> let's be like we sports and implement the fun game so you got the boxing you have uh the frisbee. tennis you have not an nc frisbee but you have um, multiplayer boxing which is gonna be fun way funner than it was on we because you just kind of oh, yeah. go crazy with the controller yeah um I think it's a good idea. Wii Sports, for me, was funner than Sports Champions. But Sports Champions had that thing where uh, Frisbee and Bocce Ball turned into the best because of how precise it was. So I really <laughs> enjoyed playing that because of how precise it was. But, um, yeah, now they have bowling. And now you can play multiplayer, which, okay, finally. It's, it'll be fun to play. But, I mean, Sports Champions one was good. But, anyway. <clears throat> best online. Can you Dust guys? Yeah, definitely. Jesus, yeah. that just <laughs> blows everything out of the water. And then runner-up was Far Cry Three. <laughs> like, uh, oh, sure. 
Yeah, but just just five on four just takes it. Oh god, they haven't shown any of the Assassin's Creed three multiplayer yet. Oh my god, that's gonna be. Ah, oh uh, yeah, you're mm, right. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's gonna be so. Ah, gonna be to that. Oh my god, I'm gonna play as a red coat and just um, have like a powdered wig and um, a tricorn hat and go. Oh yes, you sir, are you an assassin? <laughs> Let me tell you one of the most awesome things about Assassin's Creed 3. I'm sure you guys have already seen the killing in motion stuff. So, like, yeah. you, you kill in a line while you're running. And yeah. depending on what the enemy's weapon is, like, uh, Connor will just, like, adapt to it. So, oh, my God. In the private demo we got, uh, he jumped onto a boat, uh, alerted the guy. There was two guys, one standing back behind, each, behind the other dude. And he alerted the guy closest to him. The guy turned around, and he had a bayonet. Connor grabbed it, killed the dude. Uh, by shoving the bayonet through the dude's chest so the whole gun went through the guy's chest the other guy was alerted because he's the guy started screaming and shot the other guy in the cross <laughs> with a gun that is going through the guy's torso it was just so incredible like, and his dick too like right in his dick <laughs> i'm telling that's, you like, that's when you then drop the drop the gun put your sunglasses and the who stop playing yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man at the end of the last of us demo i know you guys couldn't see this because uh you're probably watching it from the the stream but yeah. at the end of the last of us demo the the, the guy that was the, the guy from naughty dog that was playing there was so much cheer and so much applause but he just, you know, similar to in a rap show, how someone just oh drops the mic. God. He just <laughs> he, dropped he dropped the controller, and it was so badass. Like people kept <laughs> applauding because of that. It was so <laughs> incredible. Uh, anyway, uh, best RPG. We gave that to Borderlands Two. Uh, as weird as that is, I know it's a shooter, but the RPG. Uh, it's an RPG shooter. Though, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. but it was just too cool. And then runner-up, uh, Dishonored, uh, was really cool. Then we gave best shooter to Far Cry Three. Because as much as, you know, then our runner-up was Dust 514, Far Cry 3, we, we said, okay, what would be the boobs. best shooter? You know, like, forget about the online, like, yeah, boobs. <laughs> Boobysoft. <laughs> um, forget about, uh, you know, how everything's incorporated. Listen, you're, you'll buy Far Cry 3, you'll get a pretty good single-player, pretty oh, good yeah. multiplayer, and a good co- four-player co-op. So and, and a great acid trip. And a great boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask you guys. Fuck, sorry. What was your, yeah. your favorite move title? Uh, brr, that was on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it would have been the same. Won the book because it, it tries to do something different at least than the sports champions do. Yeah, well, was, well, I like the way that all of them kind of all, all the people about showing off kind of run into the room and then sat down, kind of like slightly bending their knees as if they were at home and playing with their their book on the floor and stuff. Yeah. What was your favorite <laughs> shooter, guys? Uh, Let me just refresh your memory. You got Medal of Honor Warfighter. Uh, you got Crisis okay. Three. Uh, uh, Crisis. Here's the bow. Yeah, what else? Okay. Uh, Crisis 3. Uh, oh, Black Ops 2, right? Black Ops 2. But they show the stuff they've been showing before, so... Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I, I, Dust 5.4 sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Okay, here's the thing about Dust. is You know that they're going, doing that crazy online implementation. You should, huh? I'm just telling you right now, it's not the best shooter. Like, it... So, it's... I, I love teamwork, so if this yeah, is like exactly. has there you go. thing of teamwork, then uh, just I, I'm like awful. just like yeah. Starhawk is not the best third person shooter, but that's not why you play it. You know, it's, it's you play it so good. you can be Starscream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you could be Starscream. That should be a box quote. Uh, you can be Starscream. Um, so what what was the best RPG for you guys? Uh, oof, I'm Ooh, normally, normally RPGs on show really were there. Probably uh, Borderlands Two for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't think of yeah. anything else. Did I'm you guys even... To... Okay, Mike, what was your best shooter? Uh, it probably would have been... Oh, God. My brain's got... Uh, Far, Far Cry 3 is a shooter, isn't it? Of course yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Far Cry 3 and probably um, uh, Black Ops, just because it's got the 
open-ended structure and everything. Yep. I like I like the sound of that. I don't really know much about Dust. I probably would have chosen that if I knew more about it because it does seem pretty cool. But I I don't know enough about it. Okay, I know. I, I had a very bad experience with with the like reboot Medal of Honor, so uh, I can't talk about like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and and EA also has that free to play shooter coming up, Warface or whatever. But yeah, whatever. Um. I know, Mike, that, like, okay, you, you see Dust from a fucking... If there were two articles, Resident Evil 6 or Dust, you would click on the Resident Evil 6 one. I know. But the thing is, once <laughs> you actually... There's no, like, just... There's no just dabbing your, 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 your fucking toe into the rabbit hole. Like, Dust is, like... You learn about it, and your mind just explodes, and it just, boom, you're gone. And I'm in already. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be playing that day one. Um, yeah. Okay, oh. so... Yeah. Don, Don, I, I've got a, my, my favorite sports game of E3. Do you want to know what it is now? Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk's HD. Oh, yeah. I didn't even Sweet. see that at Activision's booth. I'm sure it was there somewhere, but I didn't see yeah, it. Apparently. With uh, uh, only half the soundtrack and only some things you can revert in, but yeah. Only um, some things you can revert in? Yeah, but uh, I think obviously it was revert was brought into Tony Hawk's 2, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, no, uh, no, no. Oh, Matt, Tony Hawk's 3 it was brought into, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah you, can re- you can revert in the Tony Hawk's 1 and 2 levels. Okay, um, let's break everything. They, they don't add to your combo. Ah, there you go. Uh, but I think they're making it so that if you revert to Tony Hawk's 3 level, you can, it does add to your combo or something like that. But if it's a classic Tony Hawk's game, then there's going to be like 25 fucking cheats you're going to turn on. I'm sure one of them will be revert combo. True, so, true. Uh, true. Uh, best action game. I gave it. We gave it to DMC because oh, DMC, yeah, DMC sold me. Um, yeah. This is actually what I wanted to talk about. Like, I really like Ninja Theory, and I really like Devil May Cry, and I'm glad to say that DMC looks like the best Devil May Cry in a long, long, long... <laughs> um, th- th- all I'm going to say is this. <laughs> uh, Dante is a fucking badass in DMC, okay? Like, sure, he looks like a heroin junkie, but that's what I love about him. There's a part where I played two demos, like uh, the intro to the game and then a boss fight. This is, I'll, I'll give you three lines of dialogue from that boss fight that cracked me up. Oh, by the way, there was a stripper in that fucking demo. But anyway, uh, <laughs> in the demo room, Capcom hired a stripper to be right behind anyone, everyone. But look, three lines of dialogue from Toa May Cry. <clears throat> All right, Dante approaches the boss. They have like a little bit of a back and forth of extremely vulgar, <laughs> extremely vulgar conversation. Dante, fuck you, boss. Fuck you, Dante. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> there you go. And I was like, fucking, that was, odd. like, there's, there's swearing for the sake of swearing, but then there's like, fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck you. And I was just like, oh, that's hilarious. It totally fits Dante. It does not fit the main character of Prototype 2, but it fits Dante. Um, so best action game went to DMC and runners, runner up was Assassin's Creed 3. How about you guys? Everything oh. this year that was any good was an action game, so it's kind of difficult to. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Assass- it's got to be Assassin's Creed for yeah. me. That boat scene was just oh, blah, blah, blah. yeah. <laughs> um, probably runner-up would be um. God, action covers a it's a broad. Does, does Watch Dogs count as action? Uh, yeah. I mean, what the fuck genre is that? It's, oh, it's Star Wars like thirteen thirteen. There we go. Um, really? I'll probably go with Devil May Cry for my second one actually. Yeah. Yeah, because the gameplay is there and everything. I may not like Dante's look, but whatever. So, what do you like about uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen? Um, I mean, uh, the whole kind of like uh, underbelly of Coruscant is something that's kind of expanding universe thing was first introduced in a like Han Solo book, and that's kind of cool. And obviously, it looks fucking gorgeous. And yeah. they were yeah. going with a, a more adult route and kind of a more uncharted route with um, 
Star Wars and no Force, which is kind of I, I think that could be a good thing to do with um, so I, I think there's a lot of potential with it. And they might not pull it off, but you know, at the very least, it's gonna break my graphics card when I'm playing it. So. <laughs> um, so our best PSN game, our choice was kind of like you had to have been there to play it because this game got absolutely no press. But uh, we played a few PSN games, and then Stephen and I stumbled upon a little game called When Vikings Attack. <laughs> um, I've okay. heard about that. Yeah, it's like there was no press, uh, barely, but like for those that played it and there was like no lineup to play it or whatever, like <laughs> we were like, what the fuck is going on? It's kind of like Vikings meets Katamari meets Kamikaze. I don't know if that was a game. <laughs> it's like groups of, okay, it's almost like Mushroom Wars. I don't know. It's really crazy. I can't even explain it. It's just like you have groups of Vikings running around in a circle attacking each other and you pick up, you constantly pick up things from the environment like trash cans, dumpsters and just throw them at other groups of Vikings and it's so random but it's really kind of fun. Um, Then our runner-up was The Unfinished Swan because that game is kind of beautiful. Oh yeah, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, What about you guys? Uh, I can't remember what was PSN exclusive. Yeah, The the Unfinished Swan. That that, that, um, Tickled my fancy. Um, that, I honestly, that sounds pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about second one. I can't really. To be That's honest, like, I don't really look at much PSN games. Yeah, and and there weren't that there weren't that many big ones. Just there's there's mm. uh, Papo and Yo, which looks really cool. Um, okay, anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't like a journey or anything. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know that kind of calibers. Yeah, but no, the unfinished one seems quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best trailer we gave to Assassin's Creed Three. Um, and then runner-up was The Last of Us. Yeah. Sweet. Um, you guys have a... Two Raiders uh, trailer was pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was a lot of... There was, was the, the, the... Is the Beyond thing, was that like a trailer? Or is it a that is a trailer. Like, um, that was essentially a giant trailer. But, oh man, fucking Beyond. We didn't talk about Beyond. <laughs> oh, Beyond. So it's good. Oh, dude, fucking just the intensity. Like, okay, so the problem with it, the, Heavy Rain was amazing. The problem with Heavy Rain is that at times, like, the acting wasn't just, you know. Little Rain never hurt nobody. Yeah, move <laughs> your ass. Uh, <laughs> but now they said, right, yeah, now they, they said. I'm a father, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a father, too, shoots the guy in the face. I love that. With, with um, an Irish accent suddenly, yeah. Uh, now they're like, okay, you know, David Cage just probably like flipped twenty tables after the game came out because he's he's like kind of French or whatever, so he can't really tell when the voice acting is bad. So now he's just like going full circle with it. He's like, yeah, you want some fucking acting? We'll go for fucking Ellen Page, which is, by the way, so good, so good in that game. Just like the shivers, the shivers I got like from watching that trailer. When she's like, when she picks up the fucking, the, uh, the SWAT sergeant or whatever, and she's like, tell them to leave me the fuck alone because next time I'll kill them all. And she just like pans out and everything's destroyed. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> um, I cannot yeah, wait for that. that. Like, sweet. we got to see some more, um, in depth stuff like behind closed doors. And like, we saw like an extended, uh, gameplay section of when yes, she's on the like train. It's like a 25 minute thingy, isn't it? Like, yeah. Around the internet, the video of that. Yeah, one. yeah, she's on the train and stuff, and that's where she jumps off. And dude, what the coolest part is like it's heavy rain, but on crack because it's it's like <laughs> it goes between like 15 years of her life or whatever. So the decisions you make as with as a kid between the ghost and the girl like directly affect the future, which is so cool. And 
like you switch to the ghost and you kind of like get like an out of body experience where you actually have game like more traditional gameplay but with a six axis like you can possess people and like kind of shoot things at things it's actually really fucking cool move stuff and um sounds awesome picture heavy rain on crack but with amazing acting and even better graphics don't tell me those graphics blow your mind (laughs) no that that was they were amazing i mean i thought the last of us looked good graphically and it does but when i saw that trailer of beyond i was like holy geez are they actually doing this on ps3 i know right um and then there there was that quote that david david cage said like last year like oh uh we only realized that Heavy Rain was using like 25% of the PS3 and, and people were like, oh yeah, okay, sure. And then now it's like, oh fuck, he was serious. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but anyways, Beyond looks fucking fantastic. We gave our most anticipated game to The Last of Us and then the runner-up was uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale because we wanted to hit two notes. We wanted to hit most anticipated like artsy-fartsy <laughs> game and then most anticipated just fun, you know? Yeah. Um, best. Uh, what about you guys? What's your most anticipated game? What are you? What there's the games that you know are going to be good, like Assassin's Creed Three. But like, oh, yeah. it might still be Assassin's Creed Three. But like, what are you? You can't wait to get your hands on. All right, no, that's easy for me. Definitely going to be The Last of Us. Yeah. Just about, just about takes it from oh, yeah. um, Beyond in Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, what if Watch Dogs is actually a thing? Yeah. Comes out this year. I really wanted to see that a bit more. Um, and yeah, I. I Assassin's Creed 3, I, I, I really am looking forward to oh, yeah. So there, there isn't much coming out this this uh, like I, I'm not too bothered about Black Ops 2. So uh, and everything yeah, else has been delayed to 2013. Everything's been delayed to 2013, so it's Black Ops yeah. 2 and Assassin's Creed in autumn. So I know, dude, yeah. it's bad, but like too much mm. for 2013. Um, Halo yeah. 4 is yeah. 2013, right? No, that's oh, this year. I think I'm sure it's this year, isn't it? It's a big holiday. It was this year, and so like it sells like <clears throat> 5,000 copies, and Black Ops 2 sells like more than the population of the earth so yeah. uh if it is this no i can't oh my god it is this year yeah. i'm sure it was it's, it's a big hitter isn't it for um oh shit so they're going toe-to-toe with uh, black ops not that you know what i would have said not that it's like the same thing but black ops is that kind of that futuristic sci-fi thing right now too not as sci-fi but uh, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not it's not the same thing but it's the same audience yeah yeah, yeah kind of yeah. That'll be that'll be interesting. Um, especially, I really want to see how three four three handles the uh, multiplayer. But um, anyway. Yeah. Hey, hey Don, sorry, a question, man. You didn't. I noticed in the E3 stuff that you didn't mention Resident Evil Six at all. I'm got. I mean, I'm still curious about that. Let's just round this off, and then we can start talking about it. Um, <laughs> best game. So best game of E3. This is our big award. Uh, this one was really tough. Of course, Stephen left left it to me. Uh, the fucking asshole. But um, <laughs> this one was tough. It was. Oh, sorry, Don. I, I was just too too excited for one the book there. I just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <around it. laughs> uh, best fucking game of E3. Like, like, come on. Let's be honest. The Last of Us is just too much. Um, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Beyond looks super fantastic, but you can't yet put your finger on what the gameplay will be like. So you're kind of just mm-hmm. trusting it for that. But yeah. The Last of Us, you're like, oh, that's what it's gonna play like, and that's what exactly. it's gonna be like, and you're like, exactly. oh god, oh yeah. god. I they they still had a lot to um prove with that for me because you know they all they sort of prior to that they showed a lot of like uh, uh cut scenes and cinematic um pieces and everything yeah. but now now we actually just we actually got to see how it played properly and everything and, just, and it looks awesome it's like not only looks great it plays as good as it looks and by the way so that, let me tell you that that demo that they showed on the press conference is like hmm. one way to go through it <laughs> like i they yeah. behind the closed doors i even wrote a feature about it which i forgot to actually uh, mention but uh this is last year 
uh, I mean, sorry, last week, The Last of Us just plays so differently depending on how you go through it. It's quite incredible. It was not scripted at all. It wasn't at scripted all. at all. Which is, the, which is the main thing to take away from that. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, that demo looked great, but then, like, how scripted was it? Like, let me just tell you, not at all. Because the Naughty Dog guys were like, okay, behind closed doors are like, let me show you guys another way to go through this. And it was just so mind-blowing. Oh, <laughs> my God. It turned into a game of cat and mouse, that exact same segment of the game. First of all, the dialogue completely changed because I don't know if you remember at the beginning of that demo, uh, they walked past the movie poster and it's like a wolf and a girl, like a werewolf. Yeah. And, it's like a riff yeah, on yeah. Twilight. And then uh, he didn't inspect it, but you can actually inspect it. And if you do, it goes like pretty hardcore serious because what actually happened is that girl, Ellie – was born when well, she was really young or whatever when the world actually went to shit. So she she only knows the world when it was in shit. So when she sees these movie posters and stuff, she's super curious. And Joel uh, lived from when there was movie theaters and stuff like that. So he he's like, it's just so I can't I can't I can't deliver it how they did. But she's like, so what's this about? And it's pretty much like a riff on Twilight. It's like all fucking. Uh, some werewolf dude and some girl fall in love and she's like cool does she totally get fucking gutted at the end and he's like no no they fall in love and it's super cheesy and then she's like but like okay well if you're not sold on the movie or whatever like what made you go see it and she's like who made you go see it and he's like "Mm, just forget about it just keep on walking and i was like oh this game is gonna be awesome um Oh, man. And then, like, their dialogue was different after that. And depending what you do, their dialogue is totally different. And depending if you pick up all the items, like, in the environment. Like, if Joel were to pick up that brick, then Ellie wouldn't have that brick to shoot at the guy. And depending on where Joel encounters these guys and what he does and what rooms you enter and in what order you take them out, something totally different happens. For example, the way you you saw that demo play out was uh, the last encounter uh was like this big firefight in an open room you know like and then he blew that fucking guy's head off and then like yeah yeah what what the naughty dog guy was doing he was being super stealth about it like being crazy stealth and just taking guys down one one after the other and then when the last dude realized that he was alone he's like where the fuck where the fuck is everybody and he's like holy shit and he spots joel and he runs he just runs for it and joel and ellie are like wait a second we can't let that guy get away you know he's like fucking dangerous so joel's joel's like okay uh stay behind i'll find them and the the music picks up and it turns into like this really frantic like cat and mouse chase scene and i'm talking like the exact same area you saw play out in the press conference and like you're running through the environment just listening for audio cues like you know maybe the guy ran through the kitchen and dropped a pot or something like that and you're just trying to find them you're looking for shadows and you're looking for like creeks which was kind of like remember the boss fight uh the end in metal gear solid 3 yeah yeah that but in The Last of Us, in that demo that you saw, like, just a totally different game, and it was just so mind-blowing. And then he finds him, and he fucking throws a Molotov cocktail that he built, and he fucking lights the guy on fire, and then the fire is so realistic, and then Ellie's kind of, like, comes, joins him, and then, like, does the pre-recorded, Jesus, Joel, that's gross, and stuff like that. But she's kind of, like, walks over the fire because she doesn't want to get burned, and it's like, oh, my God, this game is ridiculous. <laughs> and and I, I hear that <clears throat> if you just ignore... Uh, completely ignore those guys then you know you don't get that bandage that he picked up in the demo sort of thing and exactly so that's kind of crazy that like there's a risk reward thing going on yeah and then you know he was he was cut on his arm and then he kind of bandaged his arm and it's not like okay bandage used out of your inventory no he pulls it out wraps it around his arm and you see it on his arm and it stays on his arm it's just so fucking cool um so what i like is that 
The Last of Us is Naughty Dog's answer to Nathan Drake being a a, a psychopathic killer. Like, Nathan Drake is like, hey, Elena. Oh, man, I, I don't want to shoot you, but uh, but unless you're like 30 dudes who are trying <laughs> yeah. to shoot me, I'll shoot you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he goes from like, uh, Elena, I love you, and being super suave and being funny to killing 300 dudes in like five, 10 minutes. And then, hey, Sully, I'm, I'm joking with, around with you again. No, The Last of Us is like, the difference between The Last of Us and Uncharted is that Right before, and during the press conference, right before it cut to the logo of the game, he blew that dude's head off with a shotgun, and it made the whole crowd go, oh, that was fucking brutal. And Uncharted, you must blow heads off with a shotgun like 50 times per 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, there's just such a difference in, like, fucking um, shock value. It's just so good. Ugh. Well, if you shoot someone in the head with a shotgun in a chart, you just see a blood splatter, yeah, and they go, that's true. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why me? <laughs> um, so anyway our best game of E3 was The Last of Us and the runner up was Beyond Two Souls how about you guys uh, yeah sure why not so, very tough call a very tough yeah, call very tough call <laughs> across the board and Ubisoft really brought their A game this year uh, they had a really a lot of cool titles and still uh, PlayStation exclusives well obviously we're PSU.com but still even if we weren't I think it, The Last of Us would have still been like on our top like IGN gave their game of the show to Tomb Raider um which Ooh, yeah, just sure. Why not? Ah, ah. Just <laughs> the Last of Us, though. Like I don't yeah. know. Also about the Ubisoft press conference, who was that guy that was supposedly like a YouTube sensation? I've never heard of him. No idea. It's so oh, weird. No that, clue. No you know who is awesome? Uh, Aisha <laughs> Taylor. She, Tyler. she was, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'd hit that. I I would totally hit that. Um. Yes. So. <laughs> I'd tap that. <laughs> so again, across the board, The Last of Us, Runner Up Beyond, and we'd tap Aisha Tyler. Um, so, guys, I just brought this old article up. Right before, well, actually, we did this in May. We did our <laughs> E3, E3 predictions. predictions. All right, are you guys ready? Uh, sure. All right. Oh, yeah. PS, uh, PS3 exclusives are coming to town. We said that The Last of Us is... Uh, Naughty Dog's The Last of Us will steal the show with cinematic gameplay footage and a live demo that wows the audience. Uh, guess what happened? None of that happened, Don. It was canceled. <laughs> uh, the extended trailer of God of War Ascension will be revealed, and further new gameplay features will be uncovered. Oh, I guess that, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. But here's where we were off. We said the focus will be largely on the new multiplayer, which we were wrong. We got the single-player focus, which is kind of cool. Um, here's what happened. with We didn't, also didn't talk about God of War, but like, what do you guys think? Because I thought, okay, they showed gameplay. It looks even better than God of War 3, but I'll play it. Looks it looks like more God of War. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah. I'll play it, but um, more more demons and the uh, yeah. Hades spawn are gonna not see the end of this day. It so, does look yeah. really good, I, I, even graphically, graphically fucking fantastic. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the fact that, like the gigantic colossus that you kind of use the, the feet of the um, yeah. I guess uh, from the Wrath of the Titans, I can't remember what they're called now. Yeah. Mm. Um, bah, bah, bah. We also said uh, we'll get more in-depth footage of Little Big Planet karting and the ridiculously in-depth customization options. Play, share, create. We were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale new characters will be revealed including Sackboy Nariko Solid Snake Princess Yorda from Ico Cole and Infamous uh, Cole from Infamous and Nathan Drake we were right about one of those <laughs> yeah, you should have got one right yep um, oh, do Nariko yeah sure hell, hell yeah. yeah damn, damn straight uh, CCP the developer of PlayStation exclusive Dust514 will confirm that the open beta test of MMOFPS will kick off in June uh, release date will be confirmed now 
We were uh, right on only one of the, the, the three, three points. Uh, no open beta. It's a closed beta. Uh, that is kicking off in June. That's what we got right. And a release date will be confirmed wrong because everybody kept hounding them about a release date. And this is how awesome the CCP guys are. They're like, release date? What are you talking about? When we're finished. And they're like, when are you going to be finished? And they're like, I don't fucking know. How the fuck are we supposed to know? And that's so cool about those guys. Um, a teaser for Killzone 4. We were wrong. Yeah. Uh, the new heavy, the new Quantic Dream Dream game. We were kind of right. Uh, Sly Cooper: Thieves in Time release date revealed. That happened before E3, right? Uh, really uh, I think it was confirmed for Vita before um, E3, but I don't know about a release date. I think it's still like quarter three, quarter four. New colored PS3 models for North America and Europe. We were wrong. Mm. If we had only said PS Vita, though, there was that sweet uh, white PS Vita. Are yeah, you guys? Are yeah. you guys like that more than the black one? No, no. Um, I don't like, I I don't like, like white. I don't like white glossy things. Sorry. I I, like, I quite like white. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good, but I do prefer black. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with Rob. Uh, send send me a red PS feature and I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Rob. Like uh, uh, the the white stuff like within the iPhone uh, iPhone users really love the white white stuff and even like the white PSP was really successful. The white PS3, um, but I I really just like the black stuff. Black is just so nice. Um, it goes better with my set up my TV. Uh, Then about the Vita. Um, We said that the price price drop will not happen at E3. You're correct. Um, But then we also said that Sony will instead focus on why people should buy it, which I don't think they really did. Uh, They showed... They they were like, hey, PlayStation Vita, we got like uh, these uh, three big franchises coming to it. So anyway, look at these PS3 games. Uh, And there was no wake-up club, so, you know, how am I supposed to get a Vita when there's no (laughs) wake-up club on my Vita? Yeah, they dropped the ball on Vita. That was a shame. They should have done a lot more for that. Oh, it could have been worse. Like, I mean, what the fuck did Nintendo do for the 3DS? They have their own uh, for the DS. Luigi's Mansion 2, which was actually... I, I've played Luigi's Mansion 2, and it's really cool. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, Paper Mario as well. Paper Mario, which is yeah. a really awesome franchise. And, yeah. uh, but, but, but then again, but, Sony was like Black Ops 2, uh, yeah. and, uh, sorry, Assassin's Creed, and in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. They said that there's really cool games coming out. They just didn't fo- like dive, the, the, devote time to it, which is sad, but they, yeah. they, they, they showed they some- just. We were just expecting more first-party stuff, yeah. I think, like Killzone or something like that. Yeah, I don't want to see Killzone. I fucking... You know what? I, like, I gave Killzone 3 a chance, and two times, two times that I started over from scratch, like, separated between, a, a, like, what, six months, and I still, the second time, could not finish it. But you know what I picked up? We didn't even talk about what we were playing. This episode's kind of running long. What I picked up, uh, Resistance 3. Man, that game is awesome! Oh, I want to play that. I really want to play that. I was so surprised because I'm so jaded because of Resistance 2. And I'm playing Resistance 3 and I cannot get Resistance 1 out of my mind. I'm like, this is just as... If not, this is scarier. It's grittier. It's way darker. It's fun to play. Mike, all I have to do is sell you on this. Do you like the Ratchet & Clank games? I never played them. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I played Resistance 1, though, and I loved it. Okay, well, this is something that the resistance. Okay, so first of all, they bring back the weapon reel, weapon weapon wheel, which is good. Yeah. Um, now, something they adopted from Ratchet and Clank that I absolutely love is your your weapons have three levels of being upgraded, and and all you have to do in order to upgrade them is use them, just shoot. And 
So depending on what you like using, it upgrades and gets new, it, like a new visual style and then new abilities. And it's just so fucking, oh, it's so cool. Uh, the game does have its faults. So it's not perfect. It, so there's some points where I'm like, why am I doing this? But uh, in the most part, I'm having a lot of fun playing Resistance 3. I'm not finished yet, though. I think I'm at the end. Anyway, we said Monster Hunter, Call of Duty, Killzone, Grand Theft Auto, Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed, uh, and God of War pro- ports confirmed for the Vita. Uh, we got Call of Duty, did not get Killzone, did not get GTA, uh, did not get Resident Evil, got <laughs> Assassin's Resident Creed, though. <laughs> did not and get... uh, you, you know what prediction I made uh, for 2012? What'd you say? I, I made a prediction on, on PSU that uh, last, the last Guardian will be cancelled and uh, wasn't at uh, E3, so mm. uh, going going strong for my cancellation prediction. Well, yeah. apparently it's definitely, uh, they said today actually a new story, but it's definitely going to ship, so mm. they're still confident in it, but I don't know, man, could be next gen. You, yeah, but gonna happen. Yeah, no. Yeah, it forever. <laughs> uh, this is what's going to happen. They're going to put out The Last Guardian, whether or not it's good or not. Eventually, they're just going to say, okay. Here you go. It's now lightning. It's going to be like a new Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> yeah. Vaporware, yeah. Um, me? That's so sad. Let's not say that yet. Don't say Vaporware. <laughs> That's so incredible. Come on, guys. Everybody's so down on it, but if the hardcore aren't behind fucking The Last Guardian, then who is? Let's just give it a, a chance. It might just be the next Shadow of the Colossus. It's whatever. Um, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale and Little Big Planet Karting ports confirmed for cross platform play. Uh, <coughs> to my understanding, Little Big Planet Karting is not on the Vita, is it? No, it's not. It's been rumored, but it hasn't yeah. been confirmed yet. It would fit perfectly, and uh, yeah. but yeah. It's probably coming. Yeah, probably, but All-Stars Battle Royale, we were right about that. A couple of new yeah. IPs revealed with a focus on uh, on fun and Vita's various control scheme. No, no new IPs. No. Um, classic PlayStation range announced with Vita owners able to download games from media, Immediate Effect, which is right, PS1 Classics are yeah. coming to the Vita. Yeah, finally. Uh, are you guys excited about that? Because like, people are like... Starting with Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, I've got my PS1 games on my PS3, to be honest. I just I just play them on there. I'm not really a fan of playing old... I, it's weird with handhelds. I'm not a fan of playing ports and old games. I just rather play them as I got them. But I like I like having them for new games, which is why I love Uncharted and Resistance so much. Right, right. I just rather have it, you know, that tailored for that specific platform. You know what I mean? We said um, new apps showcase, including the already seen Paint Park, Treasure Park, and Wake Up Club. <laughs> Uh, and the YouTube app confirmed. YouTube happened right before Wake Up Club, like Rob said, was mysteriously absent from the press conference. Uh, but I want to play Wake Up Club. <laughs> I want to. Did you? I love the Japanese trailer for that because it makes it look like that. Um, they set their alarm for like what seven o'clock, and it took them quarter of an hour to turn off their alarm. By the way, everybody, we have Rob's wetsuit on the podcast. Who is no? Hello. <laughs> I forgot to introduce. Uh, just in case you're. you're um... You're confused, yeah. I'll just leave it to the end, but yeah, I don't work for you guys anymore. Yeah. Uh, he's been a special guest on, not last episode, the episode right before that, and uh, we love having him on. You guys love having him on. We'll get to um, read your email soon. But yeah, thanks for joining us, Rob. You're welcome. <laughs> um, move. Uh, we said that Sony's last push to make Move a peripheral that's worth dusting off. We expect uh, core titles using motion sensing. Uh, we were wrong. Wonderbook. Um... <laughs> Guess what else was absent from E3? What? 3D! True. Totally yeah, absent. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, and I think that's because of Kaz Hirai moving up and Kaz Hirai saying, okay, uh, no, mm. drop the 3D from the PlayStation <laughs> shit. Just yeah. fucking focus on games. I was really liked it and he's just like that. No, I'm not having that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> on your bike. 
uh, <laughs> pink shirt telling someone to get on their bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's saying, uh, then we also said there's a possibility of new Uncharted. Um, nope. Uh, possibility announcement of PS4. Nope. Diablo <laughs> port confirmed. Nope. Uh, and that's about it. Damn, we suck. <laughs> oh no, we did, we did, we did pretty good. No, no, we did, we did quite well. I think the, I, I, I think everyone expected a bit more on the Vita though, mm. and I'm surprised at those things. I mean, fucking, I already thought we'd get Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Where okay. is Resident Evil Portable, man? Where is it? So Resident Evil Six. <laughs> okay. Um, I played Resident Evil Six. I'm not gonna lie. For about so on a scale of one to ten, where. One is a small poop, and two and ten is a gigantic shit. How how shitty is uh, Resident Evil Six? <laughs> it depends at what I'd say five. All right, okay. Because it's a bit tricky, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, the thing is about Resident Evil Six. I played it for like about an hour, almost an hour. Anyway, I played with all three characters. I, I had like a private demo of Leon, Chris, and then Jake. Yeah. Um, all three characters had totally different campaigns. Leon was like the more survival horror-esque, which, by the way, just ended up being like... Did you see that in the Microsoft press conference? Like, he's running away from extreme explosions for like 30 seconds, (laughs) just like running down a quarter. Anyway, they have that Uncharted, like running away from explosions which is like oh cool that's like like uncharted and that's super cool because it's like super action moment but it is resident evil like for fuck's sake anyway (laughs) this is what i have to say about resident evil uh six chris's storyline is so action-packed it's in it's just stupid um you're shooting aerial zombies you're shooting floor zombies you're shooting fucking zombie zombies um just shooting everything and then squads drop down to help you from a helicopter and you have a whole squad with you shooting shit it's just ridiculous then jake is running away from the new nemesis which by the way is pretty fucking scary and quite unstoppable um i don't know what his name is but yeah whatever i don't give a shit about jake uh (laughs) i really don't i wish that new nemesis was in leon's story and then leon is like oh let's do the survival horror thing the problem with that is it just wasn't scary um but i have to say cutscenes were great production values great um it's way scarier in the cutscenes than it is in gameplay um voice acting quite good compared to anything resident evil's ever seen before but uh yeah i know it's kind of like dead space 3 dead space 3 like i said i love dead space dead space 3 does not look scary uh just does not look as as scary but you can play co-op anyway i wrote big feature i don't want to talk about it anymore if you want to if you're interested just go see go to psu and check out our latest dead space 3 feature i my headline was dead space 3 it's not what we wanted but i still want it and that perfectly grasps my opinion on dead space 3 not what i wanted but hey it looks pretty awesome. Uh, Don, just a quick question. What are the zombies like in Resident Evil 6? I'm talking the actual zombies, not the ones in Chris's scenario with the bloody guns. I mean, Oh, yeah, no, there's, in- there's, there's, they're legit they're zombies. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're just zombies. They're cool. It's cool. It's back to zombies. Uh, but the yeah. thing is, uh, it's just not, just not scary. Scary, yeah. But it's zombies. You can, ro- you can roll about now and stuff, can't you? And do, you know. Dude, you can like, cover. you can like Uncharted about. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's Resident Evil 6. Anything you guys wanted to talk about before we get into uh, emails, maybe talk about what you've been playing? Uh, uh, yeah, we can quickly go into what we've been playing because we missed it on the last podcast. Yep. yep. Uh, do you want to go first? Or? Sure, bro. Go, uh, man. 
All right, cool. Well, we're so coordinated. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us about what you've been playing? Oh, okay. Okay, well, I finished Mario Galaxy 2, and I got all the stars, I'm happy to say. Okay. That was bloody difficult. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's Mario? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you haven't played Mario. Oh, it's some guy played by Bob Hoskins, I think. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's it and um, Dennis Hopper was the bad guy in it yeah that's right John Lucas Goomba <laughs> okay um, yeah I finished Mario Galaxy 2 I got all the stars oh I love that game that was that, the last star though that was oh god that was really difficult to get <laughs> I started um, I started that's, playing Skyward Sword 242 stars yeah 242 game. stars the last one is a daredevil run you have to do through the through that um Grand Master Galaxy as well. Just talk about you have to meticulously plan out where you jump, mm-hmm. how, when, when to do it, and oh, oh god, <laughs> I nearly tore my hair out, but it was worth it. Oh shit! Sorry, um, guys, sorry guys. Wait, Mike, uh, jo- I'm just going to derail you for one second. I uh, mm-hmm. forgot. I asked people on Twitter uh, what their favorite game from E3 is, or what they were most excited for, and um, at Shadowgate KDA said, "Where's SOCOM? Find out for us." Sorry, Shadowgate. We don't know where SOCOM is. It was not at E3, but I'm believing you that that's your most anticipated title. Um, then Kyle Prawl, which we're glad to announce is our new uh, writer for PSU.com. Uh, he says, Watch Dogs, hands down. Also, your show stinks. And seriously, an anonymous listener, KP. Um, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Watch Dogs, so kind of like you, uh, Rob. So anyways, Mike, you were saying? Yes. Um, yeah, I started playing Skyward Sword now. Which mm-hmm. I really, really do like. It's it's quite different in terms of Zelda games. There's a, a, quite a few staples that don't make the cut. Like, um, well, I'm not going to say actually all the spawning thing, but it's a new direction for it in a way. I, I like the art style. It's kind of it's like a combination of um, Wind Waker in a way, the cartoony style, not completely cel shaded, but it's got the mature look to it. So Link's it's like a watercolored like, Twilight Princess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really cool. Um, the motion controls, personally, I. Um, get along really well with them. I don't. I mean, I've had heard some negative things about them, but for me, it works really well. So um, I guess my setup works well there. It's uh, it's Zelda, man. I mean, pretty much most of the. Uh, there's a couple of things in there that aren't uh, that are new, but it's still Zelda. You know, go to dungeons, get the keys, go to do side quests. It's, you know, I love it. Um, no, 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 I have, no, 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 no. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all in there, and the chests and everything. Got to love that. Uh, the um. The sky, because uh, uh, to get around this time, you don't travel by horse. You actually go on these um, these like gigantic, these large birds, basically. And the, the overworld, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the overworld, if you like, is now um, up in the sky because the, um, the, gra- the, the, the which I presume is Hyrule, is, um, it's not actually referred to as that. It's just called what is the world below or something like that, the surface. Um, that's, uh, that's where you do like the dungeons, but up above it's Skyloft, and that's where you get your side quests and you can fly around, which is like, think of it as like, uh, the, um, uh, a different version of the, the sea in Wind Waker, you know, you can fly to different islands and stuff and pick up side quests and find hidden treasure, so it's pretty cool, man, it's still, still, still Zelda. Um, apart from that, um, I've been playing uh, Resistance Burning Skies, which I finished, and as Don said earlier, I gave a um, 8 out of 10. I really like that game. It doesn't do anything new, but it still is Resistance on a handheld. That made me happy. Um, apart from that, I started Uncharted Golden Abyss, which I bloody love. I honestly do really like that game. It's great. It's, it, you know, because I think people are a bit skeptical about, you know, oh, it's developed by Sony Ben, it's a second tier title, or whatever, whatever the phrases but it, you know it, it it's not it feels like uncharted and an authentic charted adventure and i have to admit um i was a bit skeptical about the um uh vita functionality for it stuff like the touch screen and you know the 
uh, the pads at the back and everything, but it works really well. It's intuitive. You know, you don't have to use like, you don't have to like use your fingers to climb a rope and stuff. You can just use the analog stick if you want. But you know, certain things like you find these um, carvings and, uh, and these items that you have to clean. So you just use your finger to rub a screen, you know, things like that. It's just intuitive. It, it works great. And the, the combat is solid, you know, um, you know, if you played Uncharted before on a console, you'll be right at home here because the Vita setup is great. Um, Nolan North obviously reprises his role as Nathan Drake. I would hope so too as well because it just wouldn't be right without him. But it's yeah, it's um, it, it's Uncharted on a handheld. I can't really say more. But, but one thing that is great is that they've really expanded the amount of collectibles you got. You got the treasures, but you got these you got these other types of things that you can collect as well. Like I said, like various items and like old tools and stuff like that. And you find, you know, you just, and you can find like, uh, one of the ones I did yesterday was a, uh, a wanted poster of the main bad guy and you have to put all the pieces together and stuff. It, it, was a, it seems to be, I personally found there was a lot more reason to explore. I mean, it's still linear in terms of the game, the, uh, the environments and stuff, but there's a lot more to find in them now. And I just really like that. I, I, that really changed it up for me. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, the gunfights and everything, they're very solid. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, it's uncharted, you know, it doesn't do anything different, but it, it works well. The weapons are pretty good. The AI is, uh, I, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to put it in comparison. I think it's its somewhere in the middle there. You know, it's not really the best, it's not the best I've seen. Some of the guys are pretty easy. To, I, I found it the easiest to get headshots with, but it's still, um, it, it's still, it's still competent. But yeah, but I would love to see another Uncharted game made by Bent, definitely. And that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that that was a good review of it. But like, uh, I think they, they've already proven like I mean, it, no, but I don't think anybody's calling any. I don't think anybody anymore is calling Uncharted: Golden Abyss like a a lower tier Uncharted. I think everybody's already convinced. Like, okay, yeah, they could they could pull it off. So yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, that was just yeah. I I hadn't played it until like last week, so every right, right. everything I knew about it was like you know I read about like people saying oh you know it's a second tier title or whatever, but you know it's uh yeah, it, like you said it is great. It's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, what yeah. about you, Rob? Uh, <clears throat> I haven't played much. I've played like about half an hour to an hour of. Another Zelda game, Phantom Hourglass on the DS. I'm like, you know, five out, five years late to the party, but uh, oh sweet, I always want that to play is that. A, that's a pretty cool game. Yeah, I, I picked up like um that and uh, Spirit Tracks um a year cool. back for about I think fifteen pounds with both of them. So uh, is, that, is um Phantom Hourglass a sequel to Wind Waker? Yes, a direct sequel. It um, is all right, cool. With the cool. with the same link, which is obviously quite rare in a Zelda game to be there, the same link from another game. Yeah, um, cool, and. Like I, I picked, I I started playing it because I went to the um, Zelda 25th anniversary concert. Oh um, sweet! Like what was that ago. like? Ah, oh, fucking incredible! Um, and uh, they played the Wind Waker Suite, which is probably the best piece of music they had there. Um, just because like some of the music in Wind Waker was great, and uh, I was listening to it on the mm-hmm. CD from the uh, <coughs> uh, Zelda. Uh, Sky- I, I also Skyward Sword which I haven't started, but I was listening to the CD. I was like, yeah, I'll play. Um, what 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 did I say? Phantom Hourglass, and I played about. Few hours of it, so uh, yeah. Oh, you that, got, you got the um, you got the Skyward Sword with the CD, then, yeah. Yes, I do. Um, also, although that's the same I, question I, I, I have not ripped that CD. I think I took the, the um, um, the music. I, I torrented the music just because I hadn't opened the case yet. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> and I also um, stole my stepbrother's Wii Motion Plus because he never uses it, and uh, I did that about six months ago, and he hasn't noticed yet. So there we go. Cool. All right. Well, I already talked about what I played, uh, Resistance yeah. Three, and obviously all those games at E3. Uh, I guess that's it, guys. I mean, yeah. I guess I'll read a few emails and then we're off. I want to play Resistance Free, though, Dom, from what you said. <laughs> I definitely want to check that out. So good. And if you do it soon, let me know. Shoot me an email, like, especially if you're doing it next week. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll probably play it again with you because it has, like, really, uh, a co-op implemented really well. 
Yeah, that's why I included it in my list. True, <laughs> Which true. you guys can now read on PSU.com. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's hit a few emails. Uh, blee, 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 blee. Okay, so Alfonso says, he writes in, of course, to Mike, saying, Mike, just finished reading your review. Wait, is this? did we read this last time? Yeah, we did. Uh, okay, I'll pick a newer one. Is that the Resistance one? Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Brett Johnson writes in and says, Yo, Don, Mike, and Adam, that was a hilarious podcast. Sounded like everyone was good, in a good mood, except Mike, but he's sick, so feel better, man. Uh, well, he's I'm better now. Says, Cheers, Brett. <laughs> he actually says, feel better, mate. So he says, I kind of agree with Adam about not being wowed by something new in games, but I think it's because too many developers are making games too fast for just money's sake. I agree with you guys that just make a couple of games a year and make them worth our time. Personally, I am wanting a new Fallout game, Platinum, and I am very much looking forward to new god of war game take it easy guys don make every second count at e3 man steal what you can lol joking uh maybe i'll see you there if i make it to the first 200 uh much psu love thanks brett you're fucking awesome yeah. and yeah we totally agree so with god. you about what you were saying about uh just a f- fewer games every year but come on let's be honest it's not gonna happen um oh yeah we got this one there's gotta be something from phones there <laughs> we got an, an even more awesome uh <laughs> an email from uh, a Me. certain Rob Zwetslut. Yeah. What did I, uh, I can't can't think of He says, yeah. uh, "Hey guys, read this out on the podcast. Y'all are ridiculously racist." <laughs> <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he says, um, uh, "Thanks, Brett. Appreciate that. Some people uh, like me. Hopefully, come back more, and we'll, we'll try not to steal the English from Mike." Goodbye. Uh, that was a good uh, good email from a longtime podcast fan, Rob Zwetslut. He sounds uh, like a fucking twat. <laughs> I love that guy. I um, that last name, man. That's weird. <laughs> Fonz have, has another question. Says, jeez, uh, Mike on Resident Evil 6. Mike, I know you was fucking <laughs> flipping out when you saw that on the show on Resident Evil 6. Mike, were you flipping out? Uh, what does he actually mean by flipping? I guess <laughs> he it, means. I guess does he mean pissed off. Dur- I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, not bad, not bad. Does, it, does that actually mean I was really angry or really happy? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't think he's sure. But what did you think about Resident <laughs> Evil Six at E3, Mike? Uh, well, I did actually watch the trailer and I watched every gameplay demo as well. Okay, I'll make it simple. As a game, not as a Resident Evil game, as a game, it looks really fun to play. The graphics are amazing. As a Resident Evil game, I was really disappointed because it really isn't the return to form that I was hoping. Mm-hmm. I think that sums up. So uh, Fonz also says, uh, I know y'all are all about PlayStation, but is there anything you liked from Microsoft or the Nintendo conference? Based on what was shown, who would you say won E3? We already covered that, and we said that uh, we think PlayStation did the best job. However, if we could pick one title from Microsoft and Nintendo's conference, I'd have to go with uh, Halo 4. How about you, Rob? Zombie U. I, I really like Zombie U for some mm-hmm. reason. So, okay. Yeah, um, I, for Nintendo, i go with Zombie U or um, uh, at Luigi's Mansion. Um and for Microsoft, I'd probably go with. Uh, actually, no, I'd no. It's got to be Tomb Raider, definitely Tomb Raider. I would say Halo. I like Halo, but I haven't played enough of the series to really, you know, say yeah, awesome. So yeah, definitely it, Tomb Raider. Uh, we have a few other emails, but the thing is, okay, this one's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, also from Fun says Microsoft and Sony make some badass characters for the consoles. What Xbox character you want to see get their ass kicked by a PlayStation character? <laughs> Um, so if you say Xbox character, I'm guessing you're, that you mean Marcus Phoenix or Master Chief. Chief. Yeah. There is no other Xbox character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I would, I, I think I'd like to see Marcus Phoenix get ripped apart by Kratos. Okay. That's good. 
Okay. You guys? Uh, I'd like to see uh, Nathan Drake um, try and take on uh, Master Chief. That okay. Here, yeah, good, good luck, Nathan Drake. Uh, <laughs> how about you, Rob? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what Microsoft characters exist, really? I don't know. It was the sure. question. I, I, I want uh, Ratchet to shoot Blinks the Time Sweeper. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Fonz again asks the last email. We're gonna. <laughs> Damn, I can't find the email he's referring to. He says on the last email I asked what PlayStation character would you use in a war, and Adam asked who I would choose. So he says he would choose Deimos, Ratchet, or Sly Cooper. So apparently Deimos from God of War, Ratchet, who I don't know how useful he would be in a war, and Sly Cooper, who would probably not do anything in a war and just pilfer the enemy armor. I mean, enemy armory. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it. We don't really have any other emails. But if you have anything you want to ask or any comments uh, based on anything we talked about in this long episode, uh, send an email to podcast at PSU. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll read your comment out on air. And without further ado, I'd like to thank Mike and Rob for joining us. Very welcome. Always uh, a pleasure. Rob, can you pimp to... your, uh, yes. your magazine, please? Uh, Linux user and developer magazine. You can buy it internationally in Australia, UK, France, and uh, North America, and probably other places. Uh, website is linuxuser.co.uk. Also, follow us, Linux User Mag, on Twitter. And hey, that, dude, that's um, end of my plug. Can you get subscriptions for that for like cheaper? Yes, go to, in fact, you can go to greatdigitalmags.com, which is our brand new site for uh, getting all of the Imagine Publishing mags digitally, which includes the Fantastic Games TM Retro Gamer, which always has like a really cool covers. Uh, I Create, which is like one of the better uh, Apple magazines um, in the business. And uh, How It Works, our awesome fact magazine. And our very brand new magazine coming out very soon called All About Space. Um, and yeah. Space. yeah it's really cool um i've been uh, trying to help the uh, guy writing it with some stuff to do with it um and uh yeah 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 you should, you should do that um of course visit the best playstation website on the internet yep. psu.com you, should, yeah. uh, you can follow Ooh. rob and i on twitter i'm at don other d-o-n-o-t-h-n-r o-t-h-e-r sorry you can follow uh rob thez on twitter that's at r-o-b-t-h-e-z or Z, whatever I know that always but pisses we're, we're from the Commonwealth, we say Z, it's fine. Yeah. Alright. Um, and you can't follow me. You can follow Mike in real life as always. Mike, Mike underscore yeah. PSU, he doesn't actually tweet anything anymore. <laughs> uh, make sure to like us on Facebook. we got some uh, actually really cool Facebook competitions coming up. Uh, find us. Oh, yeah, on- I wanted to say last time, I completely forgot. I know like Fonz will uh, like um, tweet me and uh, Matt sometimes, and I don't always reply. It's because I'm like ridiculously busy a lot of the time, so I I, I kind of forget what he does sometimes. So I apologize, and I'm making an effort to tweet back to you, Fonz. I appreciate that you t- uh, tweet me sometimes. Oh, yeah, so. totally. No, it happens to the best of us. Like uh, Fonz tweets me sometimes, and or anybody really, anybody tweets me, and sometimes I only see it like again like three days later when I'm just scrolling down my timeline. I'm like, oh fuck, and I totally forgot, but. Uh, it's no good. But sometimes, like for example, Mike, your brother, uh, yeah. we tried we tried getting together about thirty times <laughs> during. Yeah, I was three. just gonna ask you. You didn't meet up with him. In the it end, never you? worked out. In fact, after when the show wrapped up, he I saw his tweet that he was going to some local bar, and I was like, "Hey, Doug, let's head there." And he's like, "All right, we go there." I tweet him, "Hey, dude, where you at?" We stay there for about twenty minutes, and he's like. Uh, shit, I just left. And we're like, fuck! But anyway, <laughs> I was totally uh, totally excited to meet him. So tell your brother sorry, but it never worked out. Uh, maybe next yeah, cool. three. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I'll pass it on. Yeah. Like I was saying, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. We have some really cool competitions coming uh, exclusively for our Facebook page. Uh, I'm going to drop a little hint. I don't want to give it all away, but I will. Um, soon on our Facebook page, all you're going to have to do is give us your email address, like us, and just enter which game you would like. And once a month, we will pick uh, – or maybe we're, we're thinking of doing it once every two weeks. But we're going to pick uh, a lucky winner to just – we're just going to buy you that game and send you that game. So let's say you're like Battlefield 3, you got it. Just like our page. Um, so that's uh, that. Can you get me the Clutch Edition of Silent Hill 2? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was telling Doug that. I was like, but dude, some people are going to be like super punch out for the Super Nintendo. And we're going to – All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a brand that. new inbox copy of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me, Robin, Mike. You guys are awesome. And, and as always, like I said, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Write us a review, whatever. You could find uh, PSU on iTunes. And without further ado, thanks for joining me, guys. That's been episode 24. Take it easy. See ya.